Hello and welcome back to Of Steam, Steel, and Murder. Tonight, we are presenting Episode 7 of our ongoing tale. And just a reminder that we can be contacted at steamsteelmurder at gmail.com. If you would like to comment on the podcast, sign up to play, or just chat, please do so. Our game information and rules can be found at obsidianportal.com slash campaign slash of dash steam dash steel dash and dash murder. Or just do a search on the Obsidian Portal website for Steam, Steel, and Murder. We're still looking for players, so please get in contact us with us if you would like to play. All right, so we're going to start episode seven uh, tonight. You guys have some unfinished business out there, so I was going to kind of let you guys decide uh, what you'd like to work on. You want a refresher of what happened the last time we played? Or at least sure. what was left undone? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Well, the biggest always- uh, the biggest thing that's still hanging out there is whether or not you are accepting Betty Overton's offer to you, uh, you guys collectively, to look in on Will Feynman for her, or specifically to collect some documents that he might have about her. Yeah, I figured we'd do that. I yep, it's not like we've got anything else to worry about, is it? Not yeah, although I, yeah, Abigail. Kidnapped or anything, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to do the kidnap, take care of the kidnapping <laughs> first. Well, I'm gonna, I'm assuming that uh, Bishop is doing that whenever he's not actually out on a case, and it just doesn't yes. hold. You, you just haven't found anything yet. Uh, nothing about the... What the hell are they? The ace in the hole, whole ace. The whole ace the thing. Act- They've been in the papers a lot. Uh, apparently, they're they're doing a lot of raids, um, taking down zeppelins. They've hit trains. Uh, they've even done raids in some of the the farmland that's outside of town as well. Mm-hmm. Varying different things. Sometimes the last raid was food. Sometimes they're raiding shipments of technology. Different things each time. Some of them not really that great in the way of value. They're feeding an army. And they're just Um, trying to sow terror. They're not the only pirates around. They just seem to be the ones that are more in the headlines lately. I know someone's being bribed. (laughs) They say we still have pirates. Do people still talk about highwaymen? (laughs) Well, in this area, it's mostly Indians. (laughs) That will uh, cost uh, people that are trying to travel from settlement to settlement. Of course, in in this world, the U.S. is not highly settled at all. Um, Metapol is the European city that's kind of built as a a test bed just to see what how the society would function outside of what's going on in the larger world now, um, as has been told in later uh, in past episodes there is a war going on uh, largely the US the cities that are around here in the United States are untouched um, the French also have a settlement here further uh, inland uh, as do the Germans still no name for the cities and the organizations yet and the no, countries yet no, I have not gotten a lot of time to work on the history at some point I want to just do a, a session where anyone interested, we can just talk about what's going on in the world. Um, 
that sort of thing, get some ideas. I mean, I've got the, the larger brush strokes of what's going on, but I haven't sat down to do all the fine details yet. In all oh, of the same. other cities that are here, um, in the United States or this uh, area, they're all guild sponsored. So while they have nationality, they're not as concerned with the war that's going on. They're, they're, the different cities are here for specific purposes. Um, and part of those charters were to not have conflict with one another. Mm-hmm. Okay, so essentially for what we can do, we can, since I apparently haven't found anything for the kidnapping or anything on Harris or anything like that, I'm guessing we can take try and look for the documents. Oh, we have... We, well, hmm. Get back and we have some idea of where he is. Plaza Hotel would be the obvious place to start looking for him. Yep. Do we get tokens on, on the playing board there, Bert? Oh, yeah. Um, you can pull them out yourself if you want. You get as I much as you have. So have. Refresh. Where are the tokens? There we go. Ah, those are regular tokens. I want... Where did you ever get the poker chips? Oh, I pulled them off of uh, some website and I changed them with Photoshop. And <laughs> ah, okay, then I'll just use yield yieldy regular tokens. I like the dragon. Huh. Mm-hmm. Is everybody pulling into the main board or? Uh, I use the playing board. There we go. Not the play board. There we go. Ooh. <coughs> I'm a wolf. Where are the tokens? Um, where are we? Um, my mouse is over corner at 14.5. And I'm seeing them all. Oh, no, I'm no, seeing... I mean the actual, uh, the actual. In the library board. at the bottom. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the reference. Uh, Bishop's down an awful lot of refresh. <laughs> huh? You only have four refresh? Yeah, I've had four refresh for forever. I started with... Uh, yeah, I started with experience, then I spent a refresh on I can get it. And then uh when I finally got the second refresh, I uh spent it on Danger Sense. So I've been at four for forever, pretty much. And strangely, I still never go through all of them in a game. <laughs> <laughs> Until now. <laughs> nice that you brought that up. Normally, it's the fact that usually um, I use like one or two in a in a few so- situations where I just want to be sure. You, I tend to roll. I tend to, unless we actually get into combat, I tend to roll with my bread and butter, which are pretty good, and the dice usually aren't that mean to me. That's one of the things about the system is uh, just the way the character building works and the randomization of the four 
fudge dice. You're pretty much, if your character is good at something, you're going to roll good as well. It's just, there is not a large bit of variance, so it's really in how your character is built um, that yeah. make the most difference. Yeah, it's only when we get into combat that I really, really need them. Yeah. And luckily, last game, we didn't get into much combat. <laughs> 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 successfully we avoided all. hey it's not my fault I had the taser ready to go <clears throat> well we're going to say that the events of last session um, ended on a Friday and you've had uh, the weekend Saturday Sunday if your characters were doing anything specific just for personal, um, you can tell me, you can send me a, a letter or email, whatever, however you want to do it. But uh, you've got a couple of days of downtime before uh, we're going to start. Yes, I'll, I'll write you a letter and send it on the post. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the message, well, uh, the yes. message. Uh, well, I pretty much was doing what I did in my little right. blog post was searching for more information, hoping to find something, and training and going outside the city and training on guns, real <laughs> guns. Going back to the farmstead and, hey, you got anything I can shoot? <laughs> hey, people seem to keep using these damn things in the city, so it's like I better learn the strengths and the weaknesses of it so I can figure out how to counter it. <laughs> Come on, we've run into people with guns often. It's like everyone and their brother wants to kill someone with a gun if they're going to kill them. No one uses a knife or any knife anymore. And they put them in their pocket with you and never find it. So, Drina, uh, was there anything in particular that you were working on? Let's see. No. Uh, no, there, was, there wasn't anything specific. Okay, so you were just piece? working at Airbauer Motors um, since Friday. Uh, pretty much. The only thing I would want to do is I do some Witcher research on this Feynman character. Research how? Uh, because one of the things that you were that was pointedly told you is that uh, Miss Overton didn't know where he's residing. She just knew that he is in Metapole now. Um. The only thing I'd want to research is, like, does he have any warrants for his arrest, uh, parking tickets, uh, any, anything, basically, any kind of contact with the criminal justice system that would have been recorded somewhere. Okay, um, well, two things with that. Yes, uh, certainly you can do that through Miss Blair. Uh, seeing she's your handler in contact with the police force. Uh, this person, Will Feynman, has no record in Metapol. However, the records don't extend beyond Metapol unless they're wanted by a particular nation, etc. And that will take some time to get that information in. Ah, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, the, whatever, uh, I guess, nearby uh, nearby file someone may have on him, um, if it takes time to get him, it's still worth it. If there's something there, so sure, uh, she gets the pro proper documentation um, going. Part of the problem with it, of course, is she can 
readily get information back from England, and they do have uh, underwater uh, wire. Uh, the transatlantic cable has been laid at this point. Right. Uh, so they can get in contact with, uh, with England, but seeing as there is a war going on, trying to get records from any other nation um, is difficult at best. Wait, which, which war is going on? <laughs> um, there, I, I mentioned it in previous episode. Currently, um, there is a war going on between the French, the German, and the English. Uh, the Spanish are not involved and are kind of acting as a neutral um, nation. Actually, it's is it a, decided that they are. Is it a three-way war, or is it two with each other? Or no, it's what? basically a three-way uh, war. It's, it's a over-idealism of just certain things that they're not agreeing on. It's not a full-fledged uh, burn it all to the ground. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. wait. It's, why haven't it's the French surrendered yet? It's more of a cold yet? war that's going on right now with, with minor skirmishes being fought uh, here and there. But oh. Okay, so that's why the French haven't surrendered yet. Mm. Uh, the general peace uh, that such that there is is being maintained by the guilds uh, since they have access to and dissemination of all the real technology that's involved. Oh, they are able to because keep it. Because you know, we're in America, you know, exactly going to drag the war over to another country. <laughs> yeah. make, what makes a good diplomacy um, area if you go, oh, here's this country which doesn't give a rat's ass about our walls, so it's a good place to go and <laughs> do the more obvious diplomacy so the under-table diplomacy can go on elsewhere. <laughs> So I'm not clear. What is the war about? Basically, it's a. I understand it's it's not at the we are mobilizing divisions mm-hmm. and invading level, or we are actually engaging your navy on the high seas, kind of thing. But someone insulted someone, mother, and just went from there. It's like the occasional sub will accidentally sink, you know, make a mistake and mm-hmm. sink a ship or. It, it's mostly ideological. Um, the the larger nations are, for the most part, closing their borders because there is a schism in how they want technology to progress. Uh, European is very mechanical based. They like to build large contraptions that use uh, you know steam gears, etc. Uh, in a very mechanistic society. Uh, the French have actually been doing genetic uh, modifications. Um, and very heavily into alchemy. And, uh, I have not yet decided what, <laughs> yeah. But so it, it's just an, they're, the way that they want to progress their societies are marketedly different. And because of this, they're, they're becoming more insular and they're not wanting to have as much of the way of trade and, um, just free flow of communication between one another. The guilds are basically the only thing that's keeping commerce between them going because it doesn't matter if you're German, European, or French, the guilds exist in all all the nations, and they work very well together. But they aren't the government. They just hold most of the power. Right. This might be a session bit where you work out what's going on. Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's all I was doing. One of the big schisms is that, uh, for the most part, France is really being ostracized from most uh, of the other nations because the research into alchemy, whereas, like, the Europeans would build a tank as a war machine, 
the French would create a biological horror <laughs> to do uh, their work. I see. You, you keep saying the Europeans. Do you mean the English? Yes. Because uh, you keep saying Europeans. I'm like, like oh, my mind's going, Europeans, the French are European. Yeah. Um, yes, the English. Oh, the Germans may not have might may have a view on that as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Well, let's just make them surrender. Are the Russians a power worth noting at the moment, or are they just completely out of it? They have they have uh, a guild presence there, um, but they have not a lot of natural resources. Um, so they're a, they're a minor player at best now. They're kind of along the lines of Spain. Although Spain actually has power, they're just not really backing any one power over another. They're actually profiting off <laughs> of what's going on. Profiteering? Yes. Um, so there are other nations that are involved, but in a more minor way. Uh, the largest difference in opinion is between the French and the English. Uh, the Germans are kind of in between. They do a lot of alchemical research, but they've drawn the line of actually uh large modifications to the human body or actually growing uh things that don't already exist. Right. Like making wolves the size of ponies that mm-hmm. like vomit some concentrated acid onto their enemies. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of that's, that's just where they under the mind. Yes. <laughs> Sharks with lasers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Oh, I'm just trying to think of genetic monstrosities. Mm. Mm. A, mm. a a trained German shepherd the size of a horse. Yeah, that'd be that's that's horrifying. No, that would that's be a horrible. great defense measure. Yeah, a horrific, great, <laughs> but very useful self. I understand the usefulness of that, but that is not any less horrific. <laughs> at least it's not spitting bees at you. <laughs> Okay, I'm guessing we meet on the Monday. <laughs> well, here's uh, here's the thing that's going on. Miss Overton wanted your answer as whether or not you were going to take up her um, possible case uh, by Monday morning. Um, and if not, she I was thought- going to turn elsewhere. Uh, so that's the only thing that you have that's kind of just hanging there waiting for a real decision to be made. Other yeah. than that. I figured we were going to say yes and go do that. From my for my part, early on Saturday morning, uh, I mean, I know she wants this discreet. Early on Saturday morning, I just drive over and uh, leave a, a nice letter saying, yes, for my part, I am. Uh, I will take your case. Apparently, Samantha Jenkins has no interest in this. <laughs> yes. Yes. She's busy uh, dating another, uh, what's it, Jonathan? <laughs> well, her date was interrupted, so... Yes, she wants to make up with it for it with a long weekend. Right. So, how do you want to approach the situation? You've already gotten the gears going at the police uh, office, Trina, and uh, what they provide you. That there's no no record of this man being in in, in Metapol by that name. Uh, they don't check. <laughs> Uh, ID. It's not mandatory to have to be, you know, ID barcoded and looking for papers for everybody to come <laughs> in and out of medical. Uh, it, that's not enforced. <laughs> but as soon as you 
actually break a law, you are entered into the system. So this Will Feynman has never been entered into the system. Let's see. Didn't we, we figure out yeah, session and, notes? Yeah. Okay. The on Will Feynman. Well, he has. Oh no! Wait. He is not um, the father of Mrs. Overton's daughter, right? No. That was, that was from a previous husband. Uh, no, but, the daughter was actually uh, was actually the daughter from, to um, Mr. Overton, the the corpse of last time. It's Mrs. Overton's son that was not by. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so the son is Feynman's kid. You're supposing that she? I don't believe she's she's not come out and said that. Yeah, that's important to determine. Uh, I thought she did say it. No, she didn't. I'm looking at my notes now. We, uh, I, I wanted, I, I wrote, I wanted to ask, didn't but we, have a uh, we didn't ask. You did didn't track have down a hotel. A, oh, yeah, you did track down potentially where he is staying, the hotel to where he is staying, but you didn't look into the name of Will yeah. Farnsworth. Was the name that we had from the bank account details? That's right. Yeah. Let us go to the hotel. Yeah, the hotel is. We should follow that up first. first. Yes, and we'll pretend we've met probably at Trina's. No problem. So yeah, I've, uh, we're driving to the Plaza Hotel. Keeping an eye out for people with who are interested in us? <laughs> Again? I suppose, yeah. We should. I'm just sending a message out. Um, okay. It's not... Uh, a oh wait wait wait! Since, I'm sorry. Since yeah, since uh, damn it! What James? What is your character name? Kevin Marshall. Gotcha. Right. So since Marshall is gonna have to point that out, um, I'm gonna have the my car repainted. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he yeah. did suffer some damage from the last time. Understand. I'm banging out the dents and replacing the shocks, and putting uh, some more cool things. <laughs> and uh, oh, we're doing something over the weekend. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. My mistake. I'm sorry. Yeah, because I I forgot about that whole that file sheet. So yeah, I'm going to uh, because I've learned from playing Grand Theft Auto that just repainting the car. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm I'm repainting the uh, the car like a. Uh, Nice, uh, like cherry red. <laughs> yeah, repainting the car and fixing the damage instantly right. makes your wanted level go down. Well, there you go. So let's drive there, and you guys keep an eye out. I call shotgun. Right on, we go. <laughs> Even though I don't have one. All right, the hotel isn't. On the upper end of upscale, but it's it's not bad. It's you know four star, maybe a three star hotel. Uh, it does have a service that will park vehicles, which is uh, a nicety that not all have because a lot of people don't own vehicles. Uh, so right. the guests that they do have here are you know, at least affluent enough to afford and can use a vehicle. It does have a doorman at the front um, as you. Drive up. 
uh, no problems. Uh, yes, I. Uh, since they have valet parking, yeah, I uh, uh, throw a dial to the valet to park my car, mm-hmm. and we go to the concierge desk. Okay, the lobby is quite busy. Um, there are a lot of businessmen walking uh, here and about. There is a row of uh, like the telephone. There's a bank on the wall of just just telephones that a lot of people are. Apparently tying up a lot of Metapol's telephone resources, making calls. Uh, it seems like they're doing. There's a lot of business being done. People are moving luggage back and forth on uh, racks, up and down uh, an, an elevator uh, bank that's on the wall as well. The main desk is kind of a. It's a hemisphere. You know, like it's a. It's an arc. There's uh, three people behind it that are doing registrations, having people sign in on books. Behind them, there is a like a mail slot system, and you know, just as a quick glance, it looks like there are seventy-five rooms that are available. At least there are seventy-five cubby holes. They're all numbered okay. with a little brass. My question is regarding the phones. Mm-hmm. So this place is fairly nice. I'm betting the rooms have phones. Would they have their own op- phone operator? Because it's just big enough that they might have a mem- like one person hired to do that. You're expecting with as many business class individuals that are using these phones down here for what really sounds like they're doing their business, it's doubtful that the rooms have phones. Uh, maybe there are a, a few suites that are better that do. Okay. But you don't think these people will be handling business in the lobby if they had phones in their rooms. That That is true. So I'm guessing there's a phone operator. So. Uh, yeah, so we, does anybody look like they're obviously a concierge? Like I said, there are three people behind, uh, this yeah. half circular, half circular meeting desk, and, uh, there are several people that they are handling, um, in front of them there. It even looks like the hotel does enough business that they've got a small, uh, engine. Uh, so there's, uh, there is an operator there with a the punch cards who is assigning uh, rooms to people. Uh, I'm hanging back. Keeping an eye on who's around. If there's a newspaper there, I'll pick it up and start reading it. Just give me an investigation roll if um, okay. something happens to be going on. Uh, just for Gabe in there, since that's, oh. that's kind of his stated what he's doing. <sighs> Two. Okay, that's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Drina, you're trying to get someone's attention behind the desk there? Yes. Mm-hmm. There is a young clerk. uh Kind of, you know, the bellhop costumes they used to have in the twenties, uh, red suits, mm-hmm. big brass buttons, the little, right, the, the little square red hat. wool, mm-hmm. yeah, right, the red wool double breasted jacket, <laughs> exactly, and the very polished like wingtip shoes. Yeah, yes. I know. He um, just finished handing a punch card uh, to what appears to be a new guest, has him sign into a ledger book, and uh, is calling up some young boys to help the man with his luggage. It's an elderly man. He's probably in his late 60s. He, he uh, seems to need a cane to get around. Uh, alrighty. And yeah. the boy behind the desk greets you. Ma'am, do you need a room? Uh, actually, no. I was uh, hoping to speak to the concierge. I may be able to help you. I'm, I'm afraid that uh, the head... A man is involved right now, and he kind of nods his head off to the side where you notice one guy is in a heated discussion with uh, what appears to be a hotel guest. Um, It hasn't gotten to outright screaming, but you can tell they're both kind of 
choking back their words. Yeah, just kind of holding it back in, but they're talking very forcefully, but quietly. Hey, uh, does does the clerk have a name tag? Yes, he does. Edwin. Uh, Listen, Edwin, um, you know, uh, yeah, I I totally understand your boss there. He's, uh, yeah, he's uh, obviously very busy. Uh, It's really a small thing. Um, I guess we don't need to bother him. Uh, There's a gentleman here. Uh, the I describe Feynman. Okay. Um, Is um you're going off the description that the woman gave you. You never saw a photograph. Oh, never. Okay. Hmm. Gotcha. Another thing to follow. Up. All right. Oh, I say I tell him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a gentleman here. Uh, William. Will or Bill. F- uh, the name's on the tip of my tongue here. It's uh, he had left his car with me. I, sh- I give him my uh, business card. He takes it. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's not a big deal. Um, f- uh, Farnsworth. Uh, that's right, Farnsworth. And uh, he had uh, come by, uh, left his car with me. If I could just uh, have his room number, and I, I uh, like I, j- I dangle some keys from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just uh, uh, let me uh, go up and see him, uh, arrange some, arrange a, a payment, uh, just give him a receipt, and uh, well, I'll be on my way. Edwin uh, nods his head, takes your business card, says, "Well, uh, Miss Airbauer, uh, give me just a moment, please." He turns over to large phosphor green screen that uh, the engines use and uh, does some keyboarding there and. Some information comes up on the screen. It's like, uh, yes, we do have an individual with that name in our establishment. I'm afraid that uh, we are not able to give out room numbers uh, for our guests unless they request otherwise. However, I can send a boy up to give him a message. Uh, would you like me to send this business card of yours up? Uh, yes. Uh, have, uh, let, let me see here. Um, hmm. Uh, no, actually, um, give me just a moment, actually, uh, I realize I could just, uh, if, uh, your boy's gonna go up, I could just, uh, send the receipt with him, and, uh, that'll be that. Certainly, um, he calls a young man over, uh, this dressed similarly, um, this very, he, he's basically his child, you, you figure at most he's 13, um, right. mo- you see most of the, uh, young lads that are doing a lot of the luggage work and grunt work around are very young. Um, sure. And Edwin says uh, he'll be at your disposal. Just uh, instruct him as you will. And he, uh, Edwin takes the next person in line, unless you're wanting to interrupt him further. Uh, no, um, I just take my business card back. Say, actually, I'll just. Uh, I'll, let me just use that. I'll uh, just write the little message for him on the back of there. And uh, I'll get out of your hair. Thanks very much, Edwin. Uh, the young boy that he had called over is just patiently waiting by you. Sure. I uh, I give him a quarter, unless that's a shitty tip. No, actually, that's not bad. Okay. I say, uh, just hang out. Uh, don't worry, kid. I'll, uh, this will just take a minute. So I head back to uh, Marshall and Bishop. All right. Gavin, um, is it your kind of just hanging back and looking at the crowd of what's going on. Uh, the most interesting thing that's going on around you is the discussion with one of the other 
concierge behind the desk uh, who it's gotten more heated. Their voices are a little bit more raised now. Um, the person behind the desk is desperately uh, trying to keep his composure um, while the man on the other your side of the counter is starting to now poke him <laughs> with a forefinger as he's uh, making his point, apparently. Do we cast anything in particular, or just... If you want to try and get closer and overhear it, uh, you may. They are still trying to keep their voices to a level uh, where they can't be overheard very much. There is a, a bit of... Yeah, people around you doing things, so there, there's a bit of noise around in the, in the lobby. Do I recognize anyone involved? You might. Um, Give me a roll. Uh, scholarship. Gavin's right. a guy who's up on local Thank news and news in general. I, I take it by some of your background you've given me. Yep, that's quite a good roll. All right. Uh, the guy that's the, the hotel customer that's uh, in the argument does seem to be familiar. Um, you think that he is one of the people that are that deals with uh you seem to remember a news article about him he doesn't work for the guilds he's actually if you remember right he's the owner of uh a farm cooperative uh there are several other places that create food outside of metapole that aren't done by the guilds at all they're just individual farm concerns like families came out settled some land um and as part of metapole's uh policy where they're while not actively supporting people as direct competition, this is part of the, the test um, the Metapol is involved in just to kind of see what will happen if you have an outside uh, organization or body of people that's kind of competing with the guilds to see if it if it creates a better product, etc. Well, anyway, this guy, if you're remembering right, is the head um, of one of the largest food concerns that are not guild-related. There was something of a stink in the paper about uh, there was a rash of some food poisoning um, that his group of farms were suspect as uh, being involved in. It was never proven. Um, just greatly point this out to Bishop. So he seems interested in people. Who knows? Perhaps if you go and help them out, you might get a table with them. <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna approach and kind of like just see, see if I can get a little closer to get, oh, kind of overhear well, what they're saying. There's a line of people behind him that are waiting to be served. I mean, uh, you could just join that line and get a little bit closer to the conversation, maybe, if you want to try that. Yeah, I want to try that. And if it sounds like something where, uh, and, uh, third party could, you know, Help in a, in a, you know, as a way of just being a middleman, since that tends to be my specialty okay. is dealing with people as the middleman. I might call, you know, go up and go, uh, okay, let's, let's relax a little, you know, if I can hear a little bit of the situation. Well, as you join the line, um, the voices have gotten a little higher. And, uh, what, what you hear, Bishop, is, um, the man apparently wants the 
the room number of another guest, and the guy behind the desk is patiently repeating the the hotel's mantra: "We cannot give out room numbers." Uh, the man in question has left very specific instructions that he is not to be disturbed by anyone. I'm sorry, I cannot give you his room number, sir. We can send up a card, we can leave him a message for you, but we cannot give you that number. The guy argues back just a little bit more, but uh, it seems like he's, the man behind the desk is quite resolved. Um, The hotel customer just finally gives up in a huff. He picks up his bag and starts uh, walking out the door and the line behind him quickly comes forward to the desk um it it wasn't a large line but there's three four Mm -hmm. people in line ahead of you there bishop Mm -hmm. the man behind the desk Uh, quickly just kind of regains his composure and puts his business face on and goes right back to work as if nothing happened i uh kind of look at my watch like i've got to be somewhere else and head head over to one of the phones to make a to seem like I'm making a call and just call myself and leave myself a message. <laughs> Actually, I'm saying, not like, dead yet. <laughs> Click. <laughs> no, I kind of like act like I've actually had some business, so that's why I left the line. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Drina, uh, the Now I'm assuming this is happening waiting. while I'm talking yeah. to the clerk. Yeah, this was happening during that time. So yeah, I just uh, go and sit down uh, next to uh, to Gavin. Okay, the the young boy's still kind of following you, waiting for uh, instructions. Uh, no problem. Uh, does the young boy have a name tag? Uh, he does not. Okay. Uh, what's what's your name? Uh, he takes off his hat and kind of looks down so that he's not looking directly at you. And says, "I'm, I'm Philip, sir." <laughs> okay, Philip. No problem. Um, did you just uh wait? Uh, you can uh. Just wait over there for a bit. I'll uh, so I'll just need to talk to my friend for a minute, and I'll just wave you on back uh, when we're done. Yes, sir. And uh, puts his cap back on and goes and waits diligently. Okay. So I explained to Marshall the uh, the conversation here. Um, righto. So I'm thinking. The boy's gonna get the the room number because they have to obviously have to tell him where to go. It looks like our man is here. Uh, is there any way we could follow the kid somehow? I think it would be rather obvious to, to try. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a. Uh, I think we might be able to make some sort of distraction. Something that you do notice is that the while the bellhops are taking luggage up, um, they have like their own uh, the, like the servants' elevators versus the public elevators. But mm-hmm. some of the bellhops are also going up in the public elevators as well. They seem to be the ones carrying the messages while the freight's being taken up in the other elevator shafts. Mm-hmm. Presumably, though, we do want well, don't want to actually encounter him as so much as investigate his room. Yes. Um, Thus, if we could come up with some way to get him to leave, if he is indeed here, then we would give us a chance to get in there. That is true. Um, well, we have a couple of options here that I can think of. We could uh, 
I could, after uh, Philip uh, gets the room number, I could make some excuse to walk up and talk to him for a second and get the room number out of him. Uh, he's just a, he's just a kid, and I'm good with children. Mm-hmm. Uh, then now, uh, then uh, he'll go deliver the message. All we have to do is find a way to get to the room number. Um, we could create some sort of distraction, maybe, and uh, follow him. Then well, I come, um, am I back? At, can we say I'm back with the group now? Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I assume you were all talking at this point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, looking at the guests who get in the elevator, do they have to show like they have a key for the place or anything like that? Or do they no. just get in and say this number? No, that's, uh, that's exactly what happens is people just walk into an elevator. Each elevator has an attendant. Um, and they ask for the floor. The attendant brings them to the floor. No one's asking for identifications. All you, though, you do see looking at what the guests are given, the little punch card thing, um, that you need some kind of punch card to get into the rooms, apparently. You don't see anyone with, like, keys in their hands or anything. We could just have someone be... Gavin, you could just get in the same elevator as the kid and get in right after, hear what, uh, what it says. Well, it depends if the kid will take the service elevator or the main elevator. The main elevator, he'll take the main elevator because that's where the people with the messages are going. And just need to write a message that, uh, that, uh, would get the guy out of his place if he's actually still there. I assume there's also stairwells in this place, Bert? Yes, there are stairs. How many floors is it? Uh, you're guessing that it's about. Maybe eight, nine floors. Fairly like tall <laughs> building, <laughs> medical. Yeah, we wouldn't know if they outside of the building or anything. <laughs> I mean, the uh, the one reason we might want to want to follow the bellhop to the room is obviously you're right. We don't want to confront this Farnsworth or Feynman or whatever he's calling himself. But uh, at least if we follow him, we'll know what room he's in. And we'll know if he's there. If he answers the door, obviously, then he's there. If the if not, then, uh, or at least he may makes a call out or give some indication that he's he's in his room when the bellhop comes. Otherwise, the kid will just slip the letter under the door. Uh, Gavin, you could uh, go just follow the kid if he gets into the regular elevator, which is what I believe he will, instead of the service, since, as you see, they're putting mostly just baggage in there versus messages, and just uh, kind of follow the kid a little bit, but just walk past him like you were going to a room beyond that one. All these things are possible, but that doesn't exactly get the guy out of the room. No, whatever message gets sent, though, needs to get him out of the room. Well, I, I mean, once we know where that he's, uh, if we know that he's not here, then, um, then he can go in and do a once over the room, see if we find anything. Uh, if he is here, uh, probably, I guess, well, we have two options. Either that we somehow write it, write up a message that convinces him to 
to leave, or which uh, I think would be kind of hard, not really knowing what he's doing here. Um, but I'm open to ideas, or we wait for him to leave. Oh, so you know what he looks like. Well, if he hopefully, if he answers the door, uh, one of us will get a chance to to look at him and be able to recognize him uh, when he leaves. But ideally, he's not here at all. Yes. yes. What day did you guys decide that you're doing this? Earliest could have been Saturday, latest would have been Monday morning. That's what she wanted her answer by. Um, right, I mean, I was thinking we were doing this uh, uh, probably Sunday mm-hmm. around lunch. Uh, are we keeping you up? Yeah, I'm just thinking. We could just say, we could just send the, a mysterious message. Meet me in one hour at whatever. Okay. I'm fine with that. This is unfortunately with player suspicions conflict with <laughs> and character suspicions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm fine uh, with doing that. Like I said, if, uh, yeah, it, it, I have no idea if that would actually do anything, but hey. It may work. Always While you guys are discussing this, um, Gaben, since uh, once again your your action was to watch what's going on around you, when a break comes in the line um, from the concierge who was handling the, the one irate uh, customer, when he finally gets rid of his line, uh, you see that he is folding up a piece of paper, um, stamping it with something from the desk, and he calls a bell, uh, one of the young bellhops over. Um, it hands a message over, and the bellhop goes to one of the banks of the elevators. See, see, this is exactly where the player suspicion is that the chap the guy was after was Will. There's no reason for the in-character knowledge that to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that you 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 were kind of looking around for anything that's odd going around, and this was something that you saw. Yeah, make of it what you will. <laughs> yeah. Did you, um, did uh, Bishop tell us about what he did? Uh, yes, yes, what I overheard. I overheard that they was looking for a specific room. And did on the, when the other guy was arguing, did he ever say uh, what exactly, why he was looking for the person? Uh, no, and neither at the point that you came into the conversation did you catch a name. Ah. So that's the problem. Other than it was a, a man. Refer to as him and sir. That means nothing. I think uh, we send the message. We'll say, um, "I am here." Something like, "I am here." You want to talk to me? Meet me at this restaurant a few blocks away in one hour. And we have someone uh, sit at the restaurant, kind of looking, watching, and no. while someone falls. No, we, uh, one of you follows the kid up there, and uh, all you have to do is, you don't even have to follow the kid to the room. All you have to do is uh, go to the end of the hall and uh, wait there for a bit. Hopefully, Feynman sticks his head out and you get a look at him, 
Uh, in fact, let's what, what, let's not make it an hour. Let's make it you know twenty minutes. Then he'll rush. He'll if he's there. If he's not there, you come back and tell us he's not there. If he is there, uh, and he's the kind of guy I think he is, is uh, a shady dude meeting shady people uh, on shady business. We yeah, we did hear about the does do there's lots of wheeling and dealing. Right, so perhaps that's what he, I, for example, dealing with someone like the person you ever heard him talk, talk about, the um, head of the. Alternative Farmers Guild, or whatever their name is. Mm-hmm. We say, definitely trying to make a link. <laughs> eh, could just be a red herring. Anyhow. Um, Alright, well, so who's going to go up and follow the kid? I put it to Gavin. He's... Because... He, I'm already looks suspicious enough. <laughs> All right. He looks more like a businessman than I do. No problem. Yeah, and you've already wore your, worn your first and second best suits last week. <laughs> they haven't been back uh, to the dry cleaners yet. <laughs> <laughs> dry cleaners? <laughs> All right. Uh, give me a moment to get away from you so the the Excellent. You're not associated immediately with me. Good idea. Yeah. And I just, uh, I'm like, I pull a piece of paper out of a notebook and I write WF, meet me at this restaurant, something a few blocks away, mm-hmm. in 20 minutes. Have the money. And I, uh, I just sign it with an X. <laughs> and I fold up the piece of paper <laughs> and I. I wait Philip over. Yep. Philip comes over. Uh, he takes uh, your message. I'll oh, go over to the left spot. Mm-hmm. He I takes out a, an envelope that's stamped with uh, the hotel seal in it. He puts your message in there and he heads for a bank of elevators. Oh, wait, 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 Philip. No, nope, he stops. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, what is the. What number. What is the. The room is in? Uh, I'm afraid I, I can't tell you that, sir. Uh. No, it's all, it's all right. I mean, wait, how old is this kid? <laughs> he's my, he's maybe 13. He's looking very uncomfortable that you're asking him. I, uh, I walk up to him and, uh, you know, just pat him on the shoulder. No, 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 it's quite all right. I, I, I know Mr. F. Um, but you know, we've been, uh, we're old friends. <laughs> Give me a roll. <laughs> so, what, uh, rapport? Yeah. I assume you're yeah. not trying to threaten him anyway. <laughs> I know. I'm being, I'm being mom. Mm hmm. He's a little boy. I'm being mobbed to him. That's a five. Ooh, nice. <clears throat> uh, he turns the, elo- it, 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 uh, the envelope over so that it's facing you and you can see the back of it. And he straight, stares straight at you and says, I'm afraid that it's against the hotel's policy, ma'am. I, I can't tell you what room he's in. And there's a, a number <laughs> in the corner of the envelope that says 24. Uh, that's quite all right. Uh, I just uh, pat him on the shoulder. Yeah, I don't want you to get you in trouble. Uh, go on. And, he's he's uh, kind of got his hand out, kind of like uh, waiting for something to happen. <laughs> oh, uh, Since I can't sit around wait, near the list waiting for this kid to finally come up, I'm just going to be getting on the lift maybe with the other messenger kid at the same time just because I can't hang around the lift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Don't worry. Yeah, I, uh, I, I pat Philip on the hand and leave 50 cents in there. And uh, he tilts his hat and he heads over to an elevator bay. Um, yeah, uh, I sneeze loudly. Which is the predetermined yeah. signal, <laughs> no doubt. Right, and I, I look up at Gavin, uh, and when he turns around, I, I put up, uh, two fingers and then four fingers. <laughs> um, so Gavin may already had to have gotten on the lift by this point. No, actually, once again, it's a crowded lobby, um, so you, it, not necessarily. I mean, if you were, you could, you can easily have lost yourself in the crowd and been like sitting in front of an elevator waiting for it to open and watching what was going on and still look completely inconspicuous. All right. Yeah. Okay, so we, um, yep, well, next, next year, I'll wait for the kick it on, get on the lift with them and go up. All right. Um, easy up to you. The kid gets into an elevator uh, that's fairly well packed, and you're trying you're trying to get into the same elevator. Mm. Okay, um, easily enough done. It's it's pretty packed. You're one of the last people to get on. Um, there is an operator inside that's got one of these old fashioned, you know, big. It's got a big brass kind of uh, lever on it, and uh, and it's got the the floor numbers are on like a little circular thing. You know, he's. It has a very audible ding every time you move it up and down the little wheels of the floor. It uh, moves quite smoothly, though, although it is it makes quite a bit of noise. Right, if they ask me, I'll be saying twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Um, that I right, assume the first number is the floor number, but I'm not positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it seems to be at least uh, it, it's a good guess because the the young man gets off at the same floor that you had called out, and uh, he heads down a hallway, and you can see the numbers are consecutive in that same order. He is that even on one side, odd on the other, or is it just yes, going around? Even on one, yeah. odd on the other. Uh, something that you notice, and, and as you're watching, and each of the doors have a a, a slotted metal box affixed to the door. And there's a dial on it. You see the child uh, put the envelope into the slotted uh, slotted container, turns this dial, and you see that there's a and there's like a little window on the slotted container. Now it's red where it was white before, and you hear like a ding from inside the room. And the child right. turns and walks back. He's walking back the hall towards you as you're going up. The yeah, hall. I'll be sort of going through my pockets trying to find the punch card sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And wait for him to leave. There wasn't any response in the room. <laughs> uh, sort of looking around, take my own. Uh-oh, give it a few minutes. All right. Uh, there's some people that come, um, and, come and go from uh, the other rooms on this floor. And, excuse me, excuse me. Push by you. Uh, but the door that the child slotted the letter into has to open. You do know uh, when some of the people come out of the room, they actually do put a key into this uh, this box that's on the door, and uh, the bottom opens, and they retrieve their letters uh, from it. So it doesn't look like it goes directly into the room. They have to step out of the room to get the letters. If I have a moment, I'll be listening to the doors to see if there's anyone inside. Okay. You wait for a patch when there's no one else around you, uh, put your ear up to the door, 
Give me a roll there. Uh, investigation is fine. Think. Ooh, that's not great. Two. Okay. You don't think you hear anything? Uh, the elevators, like I said, do make a, a fairly loud rumble. Um, so if somebody was just being very quiet in there, you may not have heard it over that sound. Meanwhile, downstairs, uh, if you guys are still hanging around the lobby, um, there is like an area where people are, are being served, uh, you know, tea and coffee and some, some sweet treats. There's a, a food cart that comes by and people purchase off of it. Uh, some people are just sitting in like the, the salon area reading newspapers. So it's not, you're not inconspicuous if you're just kind of milling around. There are a lot of people here that are just enjoy, enjoying the lobby. Oh, right, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But you do notice just, the you do notice uh, Philip come back down out of the elevator. Right up. Yes. Um. No problem. I I just let him. I just let him go. And uh, uh, Bishop just joined me, and I'm just going to get like a, a hot chocolate and uh, butter roll from the from the food cart, and we'll find a place to sit down. I grab the newspaper, and uh, we just pretend we're waiting. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the knowledge of the system starts down. Um, if you understand what I mean by that first part. No problem. Okay. Yep. Don't understand what you mean by the first part. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, downstairs, you it's, it's not too much longer of the 10, 15 minutes uh, later, you do see Gaben come out of a uh, different bank of elevators. There's no sign of him in there. If there's no sign of him coming out anytime soon, we may want to do something a bit more pressing. They just put the message in the door and they, they there's a box there with the message to do, but they list the person inside. If he's in there, he wasn't paying attention to it at the time. Right, Dad. Do you think that you could? Do you think you could get into the room? Oh, that of course would be highly illegal to break in. Yes, it would. I possibly, I, you, anyone could get in anywhere if they really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Some of us may be more skilled in certain areas than others. Um, possibly, uh, it may take more than my skills. Mm-hmm. If we were to combine our skills, we may be able to come up with something, perhaps? Perhaps. Alright, so we, um, I, I think we should, uh, head up there. Mm-hmm. The lobby's been busy enough that, uh, you haven't gotten any undue suspicion or notice on you. Something you do notice is that the, the hotel does have, uh, like, planes closed, uh, I don't know, uh, what would you call them, officers, or hotel detectives, whatever you want to call them. Right. Yeah. They, they do seem to be watching the crowd, but you don't seem to be attracting the notice with just uh, <laughs> some other people enjoying the lobby, reading newspapers. Maybe you've mm-hmm. availed yourself of some treats on the cart. Quite delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I'm not paid. <laughs> Perhaps we could attempt a different room first just to see what our schools are like so we don't alert him. I was thinking maybe just across the 
the passageway, maybe? Mm-hmm. Also give us a place to duck into? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's, let's go. Sure. So you guys all... Yeah, uh, one by one, not all of the group, otherwise it's good. Fair enough. So let's say you take separate elevators up then. Um, right. There seems to be two of the public elevators that go up and down and have entrance and exits on each floor. And then there are two more of the, the servant type of elevators. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are in the hallway of floor two. Uh, Drina, the, the first thing you notice is that there is not a, like a key lock on the doors. Uh, it look, there's a slot for probably the punch cards that the guys were handing out to the guests on um, their registering. Wait, say again? There's no key keys in the doors. They're, they've got they, they there's a slot for like those punch cards that they were handing right. out at the desk. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I I, I remember you had, you had mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we could try this door first. I say indicating a room opposite. Sure, we should knock first. Make sure there's nobody in there. Um, sure. You pick one of the rooms across. Uh, knock a few. Yeah, times. say room twenty-five will do. Okay. Uh, oh, you uh, also at this point you see those uh, those little mailboxes on the doors. You notice that the slot on twenty five has also got a red bar, so there's a waiting message in that slot as well. Uh, no one answers the door. I mentioned how I've seen them come out and use, use their keto and just unbox up. Uh, okay. Right, so are you just going to try to open it like a normal door, Gavin? Well, given that I know that you need the key card to open it, and gathering the lock's not going to open, you need to trip the mechanism somehow. Well, I'm saying, do you want to use your your particular skills on it and treat it as if it were just a, you know, like are you going to jimmy the door as opposed to a tumbling lock sort of thing, since there's not really a lock that you can see? But you know you might be able to you know get the bolts to slide out of the well, door frame. Since it's a more mechanical thing, I'd say if you, if you perhaps you might have some knowledge of this mechanical, there's any sort of mechanical yeah. access to lock there. Let's hear about. Okay, um, sure. Uh, Without actually you know, tripping anything right this minute. <laughs> and okay, I'll- give me a repair roll there, Drina. I think do you not have a specialty or a bonus for using engines? Uh, yes, that is the that is the specialty. Okay. Oh, well, not car engines, but you know, like computers. Yeah, and other engines. Oh, um, I think you do. You saw maps or something, on. Mm. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, at any rate, it's just a repair roll. Um, and then if you happen to have a bonus that helps you with uh, analytical engines, you can add that in. I know you've got the manuscript that will help you with your next thing that you build that uses an analytical engine, but I don't remember right. if you had a, a specialty or not. Mm. Uh, no, I don't have a specialty. I just have the the manuscript uh, for like, when I attempt to build one. So still, my repair is really good. So Good. Six. Oh, very good. Uh, you're you're pretty sure. Um, well, you know for certainty that the engine downstairs is going to log when the doors uh, are 
open and closed. You don't know if it will set off an alarm if the proper key isn't used. Um, you don't think it would be too difficult to uh, to just ad hoc a key? I mean, you think you could probably do it. All right. Um, I think that's the best bet then. But uh, so I guess we'll. I guess how this works. I guess I'll look in, and uh, I mean these are just punch cards. So mm-hmm. all I need is like a a piece of cardboard and a knife, and we'll see uh, if we can't if I can't uh, make a punch card uh, <laughs> to fit the door here. The only thing you don't know is whether or not a wrong punch card will set off an alarm or just not work. You can't tell without actually you know, looking at the right. mechanism. That's why we're trying the wrong room first. <laughs> right. I'm guessing that it probably won't, because you know what? Guests come back drunk. They stick these things in their pocket. They get wet. They get torn up. I'm ge- I'm sure that if uh, if it doesn't work... It's find out. Yeah, it's, there's no way. So, because they'd be constantly having alarms. What I'd, uh, what I'd ask here is, uh, Gavin has particular knowledge in how to uh, break into things. And you Shocking. have the mechanical knowledge. Yeah. So what I'm going to ask is to Gavin, Gavin, give me a burglary roll, and you'll uh, be able and, to you'll be able to give ooh. Rina an idea of what form the punch card's going to take. Uh, as a note for you, I'm going to be on the alert, looking for anyone who you know one of the planes closed, and just making sure that keeping alert to okay, make sure give, no one sneaks up on this roll there. Mm. I'll just save that. Does danger sense apply? <laughs> no, because you it's got to be specific danger to you. Okay. I know. Uh, three. Mm. All right, so what was uh, your roll, Gavin? Just a straight score. I got a zero. So. In that zero? Okay, and Drina, what was yours? Uh, this repair, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, three. Okay, um, so it's no, not bad. Uh, Gavin doesn't give you a lot of help. He's, uh, I did. I got a zero on the dice. Oh, on the die. Okay. On oh. school. Okay. And so it's just an unadjusted school. All right. Uh, what Gavin does is he, he gets a, uh, a piece of cardboard that'll uh, fit the slot close, uh, you know, pretty close to the right size. He dusts it down with a, a fine black powder. And when he pulls it back out of the slot, you can kind of see where there's voids and gaps, so you can kind of get an idea where the hole should be. And you use that as a form, and yes, you get the door open. Nice. Okay, well, let's just have a... Make sure we're not... We haven't just disturbed someone. Let's go and quick look around, perhaps. Yeah, I'll stay outside, and uh, if you hear me coughing, that's the signal that someone's coming. Okay. It has two rooms. Um, there's like a, a work area that has a desk and a chair. Um, they've provided uh, a typewriter. Um, it's a hotel's typewriter. It's got their monogram on the side. Uh, the next room is the bedroom and uh, washroom, uh, shower areas. It's, it's one room. And there's a joining, there is an adjoining door between this room and uh, the room that you were looking for, room 24. Oh, excuse me, not in the joining room. No, it's the cross wall. Never mind. <laughs> yes. So there is, there, is a, there is a door that adjoins the next room. Right. I listen at the next room. Are there any sounds of that? Here's somebody snoring quite loudly. 
Okay. I do a check of the room just so if there's any sign of who's here and if they're coming, if any obvious signs that they're coming back soon. Yeah, it's sort of a good idea what I'm looking for. Yeah. Looks like room service has been in here recently. The bed's turned out. Uh, mint was left on the pillow. All the dirty towels are taken away. The dressers that are in the bedroom still has a man's uh, set of man's clothing in it. Uh, the wardrobe has uh, shirts, ties, dress pants, slacks. Different, uh, three different types of shoes. One that's like more formal, one that's casual, and one that are like work boots. Hmm. No documentation or anything of who this person is? Uh, give me an investigation roll. Ooh. Uh, Drina, too, if you're kind of doing the look around, Drina. Yeah. That's a three. Sorry, wait. Oh, yeah, I'll stick with a three. That's a five. Okay. Ooh. That's, yeah, five. Sure. Uh, the, who got the five? Drina? I did, yeah. Hey, Drina, uh, you find that underneath the, the, the wooden chair that's pulled up against the desk, uh, there's taped a handgun. Well, and this isn't even the room we want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. uh, Gavin, uh, you find that within the, the business suit that's inside the, the wardrobe, uh, there is a, like a manila file that's been rolled up and stuck inside and taped inside the leg of the dress pants. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, uh, as far as, so what did, what did he find? Uh, documents, as far as I can tell. I haven't had a good chance but this to This is even our room. This gives us a good sense of what we will need to look in the other room. Right, I say, yoinking the handgun. Uh, and, <laughs> well, what, what did the documents say? Are they just somebody's love letter to something? Well, what would be the odds of that? <laughs> yeah, what, what are the documents? Uh, well, the documents are a birth certificate. Um, there's some identification cards for and passports for different countries. A man's picture. There, yeah. And there is two pages worth of statements um, from a couple of different doctors and what looked to be um, what would, would like witness uh, remarks. Okay. And the names? Oh, different things. Uh, <laughs> All I play on uh, the one you're looking for, though. <laughs> Great. <laughs> they get the wrong. That's so. Wait. So this is so this is our guy's room. We're <laughs> in the wrong. Imagine what we'll find in the right room. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So. So this, but so are we thinking well, you, this you've is the never seen of our guy? You've never seen a picture of the man before. Keep that in mind. And uh, none of the documents have the word. And the last name is not Feynman, but there are variations of right. that name. Does Mrs. Overton appear on any of them? Uh, what languages do you read? Uh, I guess probably just English. I mean, is there uh you really can't tell. There's a few of the documents are in English, but most of them are in French. Okay. <laughs> if, if we want to take a chance here, we can just say this is the this is our guy's 
room and just... Uh, Perhaps he has more than one. Yeah, I was thinking that too. He might have rented two. Um, or more. Mm-hmm. Perhaps he's got the whole floor. <laughs> that would cost a fortune. Yes, right. I mean, well, we don't know. We don't know who he's working for. We don't really, we don't have a good sense of what his actual um, financial resources are at this point. I mean, it's been years since Mrs. Overton has seen. Uh, is it clear what uh, other language, is it in a, the other documents in a variety of languages or all just in one, obviously one Mostly language, French. Or? Mostly French. A, a few are in English. Mm. Some of the, the statements are in English. Um, but the rest are in French. The English statements are, um, they're, they're apparently verifying, uh, this man did live in, uh, you know, this county of, uh, this place in England, etc. It's like a neighbor saying, that, oh, yes, I remember that he lived here at this time, um, etc. Hmm. <laughs> Each of the statements have like a, a name and an address. Right, those are the statements I was thinking. Thanks, thanks for a moment. But I mean, even if they're not another language, the name Overton should like a. I mean, it's not like they use a different alphabet. Okay, so are you going to take the time to go through the documents to look for that name? I that, don't I'm think. I'm just have giving you a time. cursory. I'm, I'm just giving you. I understand. Like, you know, I don't. Think, I think we have to put these back. So we do not really what I, we're looking for. But what if uh, you don't? But what if they are? The English statements are very few, and the name Overton does not appear yeah. in the statements. Um, okay. But it, it, they do apparently be. They, they are apparently witnesses that uh, a a certain man and a certain woman were married at this this place in England. Hmm. I don't know. I think these may be it. If we take it, we can't. We have to be obvious about what's happened here. I understand. Like, if we take it, this is a point of no return. He'll know somebody is onto him. He won't know who we are, but he'll know that somebody has come looking to some enemy of his. He may not know Mrs. Overton is involved, but he'll know somebody ransacked his room, and he'll either move or take off. So oh, yeah, I, I just know- after the documents. Mm-hmm. I say we take them. If the, if they're if they're sh- if they're what we're looking for, we've done our job. If they're not, probably if he's hidden, he's hidden them, right? I mean, he hid them pretty well. So I'm guessing whatever these things refer to, it's something shady, and we can use them as leverage to get the stuff we do want. All right, but we still need to check the other room as well. Okay, then we'll do that. Okay, so we're taking the documents and we're. Hmm. I think someone took the gun also, even though I'm not there. I don't know if she even mentioned that there was a gun there to take, so I don't know if she took the gun. Hmm. What what gun? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So we can't use this room as a fallback, but at least we know we can get in these. (laughs) Keep the cart handy, we'll need Um, to use another piece of cart. In the hallway... Bishop, there are people coming and going. Nobody is uh, dressed in hotel you know, regalia or anything. It doesn't look like any employees are up here. 
there's people that are renting rooms on this floor. Um, mm-hmm. There aren't enough of them coming at once that you look odd just kind of hanging out in the middle of the hallway. That's no one's really questioned you there. Yeah. I kind of, you know, if anyone ever does, I kind of like look like I'm waiting to meet someone kind of ever occasionally look at my watch like and shake my head like, <sighs> Wait, hold on. I need a bio break. Yeah, okay. Let's take yeah. five. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. But essentially, I'm just looking like I was supposed to meet someone at their room. Ah, Sable's back. Um, I was, uh, can I borrow the card for room 25, please? One moment. Uh, yeah. I get the mail out of the slot and have a look at it. Mm-hmm. The suspicious character that was... Uh, downstairs causing the scene at the front desk. If you're remembering the name right, well, it's certainly the name that's on uh, address of the letter inside. Uh, the letter just simply uh, states that uh, I will not pay what you demand, sir. Do what you will. And it's signed uh, Jonas Patterson. Hmm. So blackmail. Hmm, another blackmail mailer. I see. And he's a guy coming out of the uh, the elevator? No, 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 no. He no, was no, the no. guy who was wanting the name of the other guest downstairs that was causing a commotion? Yes. It was causing the commotion at the desk. All right. Okay. Oh, so, of that, uh, that, so, that bishop was thinking of talking to. I know right. So, uh, so did you do you have an idea of what we're going to do for the next room? Did it work? Yeah, I oh, think we have a pretty good idea of the layout now. Drina, now that you can actually see the edge of the door, um, you're you're very sure that there's not any alarm that goes off, but there it looks like this. It probably counts how many when the door is opened and closed, so they can figure right. out vaguely when a guest is in or not in. Right. Wait now. So what was the name of the guy uh, downstairs? Jonas, Jonas Patterson. Patterson. Okay. You've not run into that name before. Well, you may have heard of him if you watch, sort of keep up with current events, but mm-hmm. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, room 24. Mm-hmm. And given that you've seen anything, you may think a little bit suspicious that I just went and got the mail. <laughs> Twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, once we got the card at twenty-four, we're grabbing the mail from twenty-four as well. Uh, the mail in twenty. Oh, that I, that was just a very simple burglary roll to open up the mail slot. A very simple key slot. I did, you don't even have to roll for it. It's you know if, if you. Oh, we originally had the key card ready, so. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to make you roll to figure out the key card for this door either. Once you've made one, it's not difficult to make another. Yeah. Uh, this room uh, looks like the maid service has not been in. Uh, it looks like the bed has been slept in. Very similar layout to the one you were just in. Uh, wardrobe of clothes is a little different. There is not um, a fine suit in it like there was in the previous one. There are more of the midland to low class suits. Same height and size of man, though. Hmm, strange, man. Uh, so you want another investigation roll? Yes. Okay. Stink. Oh, bloody hell. I've not rolled above a zero tonight. So. 
Yeah, I got a three. <sighs> it's a two. Okay. Um, I'm going to blow a chip because I dropped plenty of chips. Yeah. Uh, off the board. Could just did delete. Oh yeah, that's true. Wow. Oh wait. Uh, I've got an eye for detail. Okay. I shall try a re-roll because that's a minus one, and I'll see if I can get worse. Go worse. Woo! <laughs> All right. Three. Yeah, there's nothing uh, that was really hidden in this room. You both get the impression that this room is the other one. It was it was clean. You had made the guess that maid service had been in recently, but it could be that it just hasn't been used. Uh, yeah. This room though looks like someone does sleep here, does eat here. Actually, there is quite a bit of like takeout containers of food laying around. Um, and apparently he doesn't allow maid service in because the trash cans are slightly overflowing. One for every day, one for best. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing of note that you do find is something of a diary. Um, I say something of because there's not any personal notations. There's simply notations of date and time. Uh, yoink. And that's, that's really it. There's not like no personal, uh, note of, like there's no notice of what the date or time means. It's just like there's certain dates and times listed on the calendars. Alright, it's uh, we, uh, a quick check to see if they line up with the dates and times as mentioned in Overton's letters. Some of them do at least. Uh, it doesn't go back that far. Uh, this is probably oh. just a week's worth. Alright. Like last week, actually. Um, so you're ending a week here. If you reckon, do we want to yoink this room as well, Rena, or try and make it think we're only in the other one? Uh, with that investigation roll, too, I'm going to apply it to the notebook. The the time and date entries are fairly regular. They seem to be uh, three uh, three days in between and within an hour or two of each other. What was the top score on the investigation roll? Three. Okay, uh, something else you find is scattered about the room. Like I said, there was a lot of fast food, uh, containers about. There's also a fair number of, like, receipts from different establishments about as well. Junk food stores, uh, uh takeaway places or other places? Takeaway places, diners, etc. These are all, like, handwritten, uh, bill receipts, which is a little odd. Uh, most places don't give these out. It's just as a matter of course, you'd have to ask for it. Um, like if you were an out of town visitor and you were doing keeping track of your expenses, you might ask for such things. For yes, <laughs> expense tracking. You bet your masters. Oh, um, yeah, I had this bill for McDonald's the other day. Can you fill in the record? Do we take everything or just leave it? Hundred dollars at McDonald's. We're increasing your health expenditure. You you're gonna have to pay more for health care now. I'm kind of on the uh, take it. Take everything. All right. Um, <laughs> I just want to also give a quick listen to the side. I assume there's a connecting door. There is. Uh, listen. If there's anyone in there, uh, not making a lot of noise. You, once again, there's you've got this nearly constant rumble of the elevators. It's, it's not as bad in the rooms. Uh, no, none of that. This is the middle of the day on a Sunday. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I assume for Drina to be quiet and very gently test the door to see if it opens. Uh, locked? 
Okay, no, I won't try and make the move. Just checking. May have been an obvious, you may have had that room as well, and just added it as an obvious quick way to get to and from. Alright, um, right, I think we have for the moment everything we can get. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for taking the, uh, taking everything. I mean, yes, 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 I mean, yes. I really don't care. I mean, if I think we've got what we came for, I really don't care if this guy gets into trouble. I'm half convinced he is some kind of criminal, uh, or agent. That's my gut reaction. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, we don't leave him a pot to piss in. Uh, as long as you're certainly leaving him anyway to track back to us, uh, otherwise there may be consequences. Uh, the only thing is, uh, the concierge did uh, see my business card. Yeah, but unless he asks about it, because I have it right here, I got it from the mailbox of the area. <laughs> unless he asked if there's someone who left a business card for him, and we've stolen everything else, so. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, well, we leave. I see. I just said, just to be clear, but we did take the diary. So. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> On your way out, uh, as you're going to the elevators, uh, doors opened, and uh, there's a few people that are coming out. And from the false IDs that you guys have just dug out, there's a man closely resembling those photos exiting the elevator. You guys are waiting to get on. Yeah, whatever. No reaction. That elevator is going up, though, isn't it? Bishop has never seen the photos. He yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No reaction, no reaction at all. Reaction at I, don't, all. I, I don't care whether the elevator is going up or down. I walk right in as though it's going right to where I need to go. <laughs> it was going down. Uh, you I know, get it. After oh, everyone no. clears out and you guys get in, you're the only ones on there. Um, so the Elevator attendant asks, what floor? Uh, lobby, please. Takes you to the lobby. Let's go to the lobby. I do the, I am not running, but I am walking briskly to the door to get my car. Uh, get the car, we'll meet you around the corner, so we're not all waiting at the front. Not a problem. Uh, and before you leave, Edwin at the desk, uh, Miss Airbauer? Miss Airbauer? He comes out from behind the desk. Miss Airbauer? Yes. The bishop looked like he's reacting and grabbing bishop and taking him outside. <laughs> I, uh, yes, I changed course and go over to Edwin. Yes, uh, no need to shout. Oh, yes, uh, the person uh, which you asked to, to leave a message, uh, he just checked back in. Uh, I'm sure that we can we can send a message up if you'd like to talk to him directly. Oh, not a problem. Uh, your guy uh, just left a message. Uh, let's not bother uh, uh, the man. You know, uh, I'm sure he's here on vacation or whatnot. Uh, so, uh, take care. Thank you very much. Okay. Exit. Yep. Oh, I'm trying to work out if this is better or worse than some of our Harakuthuja missions. Anyway. Better. Still better. <laughs> no one's killed themselves yet. Or no, no one's killed anyone yet. The night is young. Mm. Yes. All right. Yes. Where to? I suppose you all pile into Drina's car. How about we uh, go somewhere for lunch and 
look over whatever you've got. I'm guessing you've got something. Yeah, let's do uh That sounds like a good idea. Hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, you pick a restaurant. It's nearby. Uh, not nearby. No, 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 because he's... <laughs> do you want to stay in the same district, or do you want to change districts? Oh, change. Okay. Yeah, we find a, you know, just a regular diner. I'm not interested in, in anything. I'm not really interested in eating. I just want to stop and have a, a, a few minutes to quietly go over the the stuff we found. Sure, you find an Italian eatery, uh, Sal's. <laughs> Looks like you're kind of greasy spoon. Yeah, at least the place is uh, fairly clean. Right, yeah, no problem. I just sort of sandwich, and we're going over the everything page by page. Sure. Um, uh, do that, we know the Do we know the uh, uh, Mrs. Overton's maiden name? <laughs> no, you don't. No, we don't. Uh, if, no. no. There's several questions that, now that we have more time and I have some perspective uh, that I really uh, want to ask Mrs. Overton. Yes. All right, so what are you going over? Just all of it in general? Uh, yes. yes. All right. Uh, uh, for, first, the stuff we found in the first room. Okay. You took stuff from the first room? We took stuff from both rooms. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, I would have set fire to his clothes if I didn't think it would have left, like, set off an alarm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, in the English portions of the documents that you can read... Uh, it's basically, it's a listing of people who are verifying, um, like a personal statement that a Mr. William Weinsop. Yeah. And a, uh, Miss Patricia Fan were married at such and such a time and resided at such and such an address. Uh, was Miss Overton's first name Patricia? Did you want to note that down? I don't think she, we ever got her you first didn't. name. Nope. Nope. They never did. Yeah, Actually, uh, no, she was referred to several times as Betty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually short for Elizabeth. And they were, you said they were married in the UK? Uh, you can't read the, what looks to be a, like marriage papers are written in French. Okay. So uh, probably the English parts are saying that these these people resided in a certain uh, English residency, whatever shire. <laughs> hmm. Right. Maybe oh, I good could. old whatever shire. Many oh. a time I've spent many <laughs> I was I just, wondering to my time in whatever shire. Whatever shire. Yes. Hmm. Uh, I might, for the for the French bits, I might know someone who could translate it, who probably owes me a favor and can be discreet. Okay, that's good. And I'll spend a chip to 
know someone, if you want me to roll contacts and do you want me to roll contacts yes. for that? Uh, yes. Okay. Come on, give me a four. That's a five total. Oh, sure. There, there are a few people that you know that uh, speak and read French and are discreet. Uh, the discreet part, you're you you know a certain uh stenographer that uh you you've been on a few dates with it uh, seems to be very discreet uh, <laughs> you're saying this simply because uh she's married and uh no one's coming after you with a gun yet <laughs> <laughs> so so you're taking that as discreet yes <laughs> Oh, yes, because everyone in this city seems to have a real gun. It's like the law doesn't affect Well, anyone. the more you outlaw something, the more people want it. <laughs> okay. In some cases, let's not go too far with that. <laughs> yeah. So all right, so we'll so we'll get your guy to look over the French parts of this, right? Oh, uh, so oh, the other right. stuff from the first room, the gun um, is non-guild. Um, it's not stamped with a particular signature. It's very short. It holds three bullets, uh, small caliber. Uh, it fits in the palm uh, of your hand. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Drina may not. I was going to say that. she whipped out a gun in a restaurant. <laughs> yes, that that is that's information. If any of you fucking there. pricks move, nah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, so, uh, yeah, yeah. never mind. Are you having this pizza to go? Any complaints? <laughs> <laughs> Sandwiches are actually pretty good. A bit messy, but pretty good. Uh, the other stuff from that room, uh, I'm assuming you didn't take the clothing, so you have passports. Um, he ain't leaving anytime soon. Okay. Actually, do you, it, it, who, ha, who at the table has burglary? Go ahead and give me a roll to see how well done these are to see if they're real or forgeries. Let's have a look. Bing. I might have some things to say on that. <laughs> yes, I'm not giving away my entire skill level. Do you might notice that in my character description as well? <laughs> I don't care. I use the website to get it gives away everything just so I know, so I can remember it if I ever lose my card. Yep. So, did anyone else have that skill? Burglary? No. No. Okay. No, we're upstanding citizens. Well, they look perfectly, I mean, they look real. It looks like the guy does a fair amount of traveling. All the different ones are stamped uh, with, you know, entrance and exit stamps quite a few times. I sort of. Not being sure, I was put them into two pots and say, these ones, I wouldn't trust so much. So wait. So wait, what did those things say? They're... They're... Uh... In their, uh, like visas, like, uh, entry oh. and exit documents. Um, he oh. gave in a set aside, like, basically two piles <laughs> and right. pointed out that these, uh, not so good. There's actually only one document in the pile that he seems to, to trust. <laughs> okay. Um, 
And what does it say on that document? It's the winning certificate. Oh no okay. no that's I'm sorry I, I was just, I was just talking about the the visa that's all you right. yeah, oh, yeah, I was yeah. wondering what the name on that visa was where yeah. it was from etc since he says that's most likely the real mm-hmm. one um it is a french uh passport under the name of William Dupree How many names does this guy need his age is 43 Uh, so, this guy is old enough to be our guy. Hmm. Does the marriage, uh, two things, does the last, all these fake passports, what is the date on the last visa? Like the most recent one? The most recent one is coming in, um, from Germany, um, with a entrance date, um, from Metapol of about two months ago. Okay. And the, the birth, the marriage certificate, does the year match with, you know, the time frame that Mrs. Overton will be talking about? Um, okay, if you're going with your suspicion that the son is his? Yes. Exactly. Okay. Actually, we, it's not a suspicion. She told us <laughs> in plain language. Ah, there we go. So we suspect it, and we suspect we were right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's very good ground she, for our suspicion. Mm-hmm. Excellent yes. ground for suspicion. Yes, I remember her uh, saying that uh, we wanted to keep that private, not let him know. Of that document is, those documents are in French, so you're just pulling out dates that are on there. You're assuming they're... Right. I mean, I... Uh, all I can, I know, I can't read them except the, the date. Really. Working at the Ministry of some, I have to have some basic knowledge of other languages so I can process the documents we get in. I can recognize some of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're, by the basic the forms, parts of it. Yeah, by the forms and the way that they're typed up and, and you know, the, the, imprints that are on them. You're figuring you've got a marriage certificate, a birth certificate, and the French pile. Well, I say that this was actually the marriage certificate was in this particular French city of... <laughs> oh, and those names both appear on, on both of those. I mean, you've got the William Dupree and the, right. and the Patricia. Those names both appear. Mm-hmm. As well as a third name. Um, I'm the one that you're designating. This is a birth certificate. And what's the third name? Peter. D3. What's the son's name? Well, I, I looked that up, but does the age match the. Charles. Wasn't it? You know, it was Charles, was the son's name. I just suddenly remembered because I, I got Arthur Overton, but he was the guy who was shot. I remember suddenly we were Charles. Mm. So Charles Overton is the son's name. What was the and name yes, of the, the guy? The dates, to answer your question there, uh, Abel, yeah, the dates would match. Um, a guy that is, yeah, <clears throat> that's as old as Mrs. Overton's first child. Mm-hmm. The son, okay. Complete name change, possibly? Damn, that now makes th- sense. I'm not. But I'm not entirely certain of that either. I. This could be for the 
other guy who was there. This guy Patterson? Yeah. That's true. Um, how old was Patterson since we got, I mean, we did get a good look at him. Cause Patterson he was, was much older. He was uh, late 50s. Okay. Early I'm 60s. Guessing, I guess the simplest explanation is that this is so the, this uh, birth certificate is for Mrs. Overton's son. Assuming the marriage certificate is for William and Mrs. Overton. I think if, if Patricia is our Mrs. Overton. Uh, and that fight, uh, our guy Patterson, he left that message. So that's what he was angry about. He wanted, he was there. He was basically telling his blackmailer to go screw. He wanted, and he wanted to confront the guy. Mm-hmm. And we just happened to get there just when he, when Patterson made his move. Mm-hmm. So we have a possible friend in Patterson, frankly. Mm-hmm. So this guy Patterson, you say he's a big deal. He's got, he's got some kind of agribusiness. Yeah, but he's not associated with the goons. Right. Okay. Fair enough. So, well, uh, we may be able to help Patterson, too. Uh, if we, you know, if we, if we did, if we did help him out, well, that's fine. And this whole thing just, you know, if it just is falling out exactly the way I've described it just now, which we don't know for sure, then I'm happy we've robbed this guy blind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he is and Blackman Patterson, then he may have been using that, or well, obviously was using something to his advantage that... Right. So you're saying there was some sort of scandal where this guy Patterson, his, like, uh, something of, uh, was poisoned? So there was a... His well, his otherwise might be forcing Patterson to act in ways that would not be for the interests of Say the ghouls? Because he could? Well, I mean, if he's a non guild if he's a big businessman, if he's, and, and he's not in the guilds, I'm sure there, he might have some enemies there. But, um, I don't know, I certainly wouldn't put it past some people to, to do that, but, um, that would just indicate this guy, that our guy, uh, Dupree, Farnsworth, Feynman, uh, whatever his name is, uh, he's he was working for somebody else probably. But um, again, well, let's just let's solve one problem at a time, uh, and uh, I guess we'll get Bishop's guy to look over the French document. Woman, right? Your woman, not mine. She's someone else's. But she's a good contact. I, the person you know, yeah. Well, we could meet up back later while he goes and talks to the sonographer. Okay. Um, um, all right, let's go with that. Don't forget, you're only looking through that the first room's pile. You still have that. Yeah, yeah. 
which I'll just well, let's make look it for short there. The only thing that that seems that you're able to pick out is uh, the the book of dates and times. Um, yeah. The only thing that you can kind of even work out what it might be is that there's a, a particular restaurant that he goes to, and it's in the receipt pile um, that coincide with dates and times that are in the book. It's a Macy's, not too far from the hotel. And is there? Is it like? Well, it's, it's got three days in between. So when's the next day? The next day would have been today. What hour? Uh, Twelve? It looks like uh, about an hour ago. <laughs> so he just had a meeting with someone. Or he had a cancelled meeting with someone. Oh, that's always possible as well. So I'm thinking he either met with Patterson. Or was or supposed to meet with Patterson. And somebody... Patterson followed him, or Patterson paid somebody to follow him, then uh, went back to the hotel to to confront him. Sorry, there was one more detail I need to put in there. Um, with the the Macy's restaurant, or with the with the dates and times that are in there, some of them have like little marks next to them, and some of them don't. These are specifically the dates and times that coincide with the Macy's restaurant receipts. Hmm. Mm. We could go and ask him, Macy's, if they remember, well, um, we don't with anyone, but it's a bit obvious. Right. We don't really have any good reason to be asking, and what well, we could say, we are special investigators, you know, do we really want to be that obvious? No, I don't think so. I mean, um, the schedule of payments that Mrs. Overton gave us, do the dates match with that? Some uh, we, uh, okay. Well, hmm. not like once again. This isn't this date book is not very long. Right, I understand. But it does have something that matches up with the last date. The last one, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I have a couple ideas. What we should do next? Um, Shoot. No, uh, what do you what do you guys think? Oh. We have a few possibilities in front of us. Could get the documents translated just to make sure we know exactly what we have. Uh yeah. Um okay, I'm I'm there I'm down for getting the the documents translated. Let's get let's get that done. Um, but do any of you know where this particular uh, negative name of a pawn shop is? You showing them the? No, I'm saying the name. Okay. Uh, well, that's just there's there's no name. Oh, there's no name. No, no. Oh, we right. inferred okay. that's what it is, but there's no name on. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> Hey, well, hey, so I have to show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the information I need to process this at the moment. Wait, is it that same mark from the same pawn shop as last time that I had a mark on something? <laughs> it's a plain slip. Yes, it's uh, <laughs> your old friend. I don't even remember the name of the pawn shop. Oh, I've got it. It's Finneman's. Boom. Oh, it is Finnemans. <laughs> not Finnemans. Uh, uh, 
Oh, shoot, not Finnemans. Uh, Phileas. Phileas is pawn shop. Yeah, Phileas was the one who marked his stuff, and it was mm-hmm. the other guy. Yes, I'm <clears throat> I'm familiar with Phileas. I <clears throat> had a watch that ruined my third suit. Is that this as a claim slip that's been coming to my position? Or might be useful to go there and pick it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's pick this thing up. Mm-hmm. Is that your next um, next thing you're doing? You're going to go to the Phileas's pawn shop? Well, we have Phileas's pawn shop. We have Macy's if we want to go to there. Sooner rather than later, if we are going to be asking information. And then the stenographers apparently to for some translation. Right. I, I'm, 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 I'm guessing we need to go to the pawn shop. Yeah. We could go to Macy's and say we were here to meet such and such a person and are they still here? And let's maybe find out some more information. The sooner we get there, the less obvious it'll be in yeah, terms of yeah. time. True, that's um, true. If we were just, we'll just say we just missed him for lunch or had a, we got the wrong hour. If I can take just one of us and, uh, Mr. Bishop, is it rather personal of us? Mm-hmm. What? Mr. Bishop the most, seems to be the most, uh, personable of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Mm-hmm. Right. So, just not to you, say that you aren't a practice <laughs> woman, of course, Miss Arabella, but <laughs> Mr. Bush does seem to have the ability to create a rapport quite easily. I, I, yes, I know what you mean. So, so mm-hmm. are all three of you going, or just Gavin and Bishop going to Macy's? Just Bishop's going to, well, we're going to wait outside while Bishop right. goes in and does the. Sure. Uh, as I said, Macy's was pretty close to the hotel that you just left. Um, it's actually easily within walking distance. Uh, it, it's diner. Uh, they seem to be just different foods. They're not like Italian specialty or anything like that. It's just you know uh, good, good, good wholesome food. It's quite a quite a bit of business in here. Uh, lots of worker types. Uh, you don't see too many people that are upper class or uh, very well to do. Menu prices kind of reflect that. Uh, good food, but uh, not asking very much money. The place mm-hmm. is fairly drab. The decor it's clean, but uh, the colors are muted. Um, uh, the only real decoration that you see is there's some, uh, like right around the counters, there's, there's like vases of fresh flowers. Other than that, it's, uh, you know, not very, very sparsely decorated. Uh, one lady's behind the counter, uh, taking food order from someone that just sat down at the <laughs> bar top. Uh, I go in and, I, I go in and ask for a man, you know, of the description. I give a description of, uh, that I'm looking for. All right. The woman behind the counter is uh, wearing uh, a fairly nice uh, pink dress, and she's got a, a tag on that says Florence. And she says, be right with you, honey. Takes mm-hmm. the guy's order, uh, turns around, puts it on a little conveyor system that goes back to the kitchen, turns to you. I- I'm sorry, what was that? You're looking for somebody? Yeah, I was spo- I'm supposed to meet a man by, I uh, give a description of the guy. Oh, he's in here quite often. Huh? He was. I'm sorry, you might... You might must have missed him. She kind of looks around uh, the establishment real quick. Yeah, he was uh, in here not too long ago. I guess he's already left. Really? I look at my watch. And I, I would have sworn I was supposed to meet him now. Uh, About how long ago was he here? And was there anyone else with him? Oh, hold on a minute. She pulls out like a, a little receipt thing from her apron. Goes through it and says, uh, 
a little bit over an hour ago he was in here. Uh, nope. Comes in every once in a while, eats alone, doesn't usually meet anybody. Uh, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. did, you, did you have a meeting scheduled with him? He didn't really leave a message for anybody. Uh, I I uh, thought I did. I must have gotten the wrong hour. Kind of distracted. She seems like to be the only person on duty right now. And she's like, excuse me, I've, I've got to take care of these customers. Uh, no problem. I'll, I'll just go and get him. I must have had the wrong time. Thank you. I leave. And tell him, uh, basically, he normally eats here alone. Yeah. Was there a mark at, on today's date in the diary? Or did it, was there actually today's date in the diary? Well, today's date was in the diary. Um, was there a mark there's no, beside there's it? There's no mark beside of it. But, of course... We couldn't... Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't fair then that the marks were indicating when he was meeting other people, but bit of a wild reason to infer that particular yeah it could also wild mean when he from was a very slender premise yeah. okay uh so shall we go to the pawn shop now okay all right uh that's in your neck of the woods so you guys uh well other than Gavin, you know your way around pretty well as you enter <laughs> the door um Julius says ah Bishop, am I holding something for you? Uh, yes. <laughs> you haven't been in in a while. I thought you had a string of good luck there. What are you needing my services for? Oh, I'm here to pick something up. Or and I can't pass the slip to Bishop. <laughs> I take the slip and give Phil oh, the oh, Hold on just for a second, guys. Uh, my wife's needing to tell me something. I'll be right back. Oh, no! He's purposely did this so that we would be wondering what would happen. Gotcha. Now is the briefcase that we open and there's just a shining light from the side. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, I don't know if you know uh, have you you've heard of Don't Rest Your Head? I heard of the game that's been mentioned a few times, yes. Okay. Oh, no, well, uh, somebody, um, uh, uh, somebody wrote a hack, uh, because I think, well, most people would say the original, like, the first edition Shadowrun rules were pretty broken. So somebody hacked the Shadowrun setting to the Don't Rest Your Head rules. It's huh. called uh, Don't Lose Your Edge. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll have to check that one out myself. Yeah. It's, a, it's actually a really fun. It's a very short idea, but uh, it's, it's a very short... Uh, I mean, it, it, you know, like there's supernatural powers in both games of a couple of different kinds, and there's basically three, times of three kinds of powers in uh, Don't Rest Your Head, so it, it fits pretty well with, like, Magic, spiritualism, and I guess physical adept or something like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, he he looks at the slip and says, "I don't believe I've got anything back here that's yours." And he looks at you, kind of <laughs> eyebrow raised. I'm supposed to pick it up for someone. Uh huh. You know he. You know you know how some people are. They get a little behind on time. Months and I'm trying to get the stuff there for the contract. You know how I connect people to people, and he yeah, told me to pick it up for him. 
Give me a roll there. Par? Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. He that buys it. A, uh, <laughs> let me figure that out. One, two, three, four, five. That'd be a nine. All right. All okay. Right. Speed the chip and get a try for minus four. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. He goes to the back room. Uh, Unlocks uh, like a cage door goes through. Uh, comes back without any item. Looks at you kind of quizzically. Says, "About level me with your bishop. What's going on? I know this item that's back here. It comes in here all the time. Comes in and out like clockwork. Really? It's not here. Oh no, it's here." But uh, I know it doesn't belong to you, and I'm not inclined to give it to you unless, uh... well, make it worth my I, while, Bishop. I I know that I uh, slip a twenty. You know, I slip a twenty. It's a uh, it's for my friend. It's for my friend. You see, He's, he he gets kind of a predatory look on his face. He slides the money back to you. Says, "Oh no 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 no! I don't want money for this." I want to know what's going on. This has been a puzzle to me for a while. He uh he goes over to the front of the store and he flips over the clothes sign and locks it up. And it's, and he looks at you and says, I suppose you can vouch for your friends here? Oh, Miss Arabauer, back again, are we? <laughs> As if he's noticing you for the first time. <laughs> yes, I can vouch for them. Come on back. Okay. Go uh, to the back. Unlocks like a chain, uh, a, uh, a metal linked door. It's got a padlock on it. Takes you back and there's rows of shelving back here. It takes you to one particular one, uh, matches up with the number that's on the claim ticket. And there's like a really nice, uh, uh, man's, uh, valise, like travel luggage, but really nice, like worked leather. It's got a really large, uh, uh, iron fittings that have been filigreed. You know, it's, it's very, this is like, um, a well-to-do man's traveling luggage, okay? <laughs> and he says, the guy comes by maybe once uh, maybe once a month, once every other month, and brings this in to me uh, to pawn. And uh, he says that he'll be back um, and that I shouldn't sell it. And, well, unless, of course, he's delinquent on his account, and he's always back. He always buys it back from me, make a tidy profit on him. Well, months later, he's back again. Pawns the case off on me again. He's a good client, you know. So, uh, he's never ran late on his claims, and I made a good amount of money off of him. But I'm always wondering why. Why is this guy always bringing this case to me? He didn't look particularly down on his luck. It's a nice case, certainly. You know, if you ever missed his uh, pickup time, I could certainly sell it for a good amount. May I look at the case? He kind of looks around and says, yeah, just uh, yeah, just be careful with it, huh? So what's going on? Who is this guy? Uh, he's a guy in an, an investigation. He seems to be into something. We're not, we kind of have an idea of what he's into, but we're not exactly sure. He seems to be going in and out of town a lot. And With luggage like that, yeah. Mm. I kind of grab the luggage. Is there ever anything in it when he gives it to you? It's locked up tight. Um, if I tried to open it, I might damage it, and I'm sure the guy would notice. Like I said, he's been a good customer. I don't know. 
<laughs> I look over at Gavin. You think you could open it without any damage to it? Um, Phineas uh, <laughs> let, lets you pull it off the shelf and everything, and he comes back with the, the sales records on it, and he says, yeah, he always pawned it for the value of the case itself, left it locked, didn't leave me a key, and I, I always gave him I always gave him enough money that would cover the materials of the case, like you know if uh, if it were stripped down uh, for its use instead of mm-hmm. as a case. Mm-hmm. So this is somewhat more reliable than say the lift luggage with the mm-hmm. train stick. Yes, this is very very safe place to hide something. Well, G- Gavin, uh, can you? Uh, Open this without any damage to it. Now, um, well, we wouldn't want to um, cause any trouble for Mister Phineas, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, he's looking hunk, like, you know, like he's really just like, yeah, I'm dying to know what's in that. Uh, I just don't want it to be apparent uh, yeah. to Will that, uh, that that's been tampered with. He's, he's like he looks. He's got this this look of just sure just greed on his face. Uh, <laughs> you've actually known him for quite a while, Bishop. Just on and off through dealings in your yes. neighborhood. He's actually quite. He's really trustworthy. Like people, if they need yeah. to go to a pawn shop, and they expect yeah. that they're going to be able to get their th- their items out of pawn, they'll come to him before they, yeah. they'll go to his competition. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's he's well known for not selling your stuff out from underneath. You. Yes. At least until your claim is uh, overdue. Yeah. Um, when is the claim claim due? I just turned it in. He's looking through his sales records. Uh, to put it in two weeks ago, so he's got another two weeks. Yeah. Uh, let's see about a quick word with you, if you don't mind. He takes you uh, back to like a, a workbench area. It's it's got a very strong, uh, high intensity light bulb, and there's like jewel, jeweler loops back here, like magnifying glasses and stuff. Uh, this is where <laughs> I, um, uh, if anyone's putting in, uh, any jewelry, uh, gold, anything like that, this is where I make sure it's, uh, the real deal. If you want to use my shop, you're welcome to. Mm. Just kind of hanging around. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to talk without him being around. (laughs) Oh, he he gives every intention of not wanting to leave the room. He really wants to know what's in the case. Uh, Oh, in that case, I can dream on myself, uh, sort of move away a bit from him. I I figure I was going to, I'll do, uh, I was going to, while them two walk away a little bit, I was going to move the case over, kind of give it a once over as if I'm trying to appreciate it, you know, kind of getting a good look at it myself. And I'm pretty sure that. Uh, Phileas would probably stay with me while they them two can talk. Mm-hmm. I think, like me, you're you're thinking that once Will finds out he's been raided, as he most likely has already, this will be one of the first stops that he comes to to reclaim the case. So he'll either find us here or he'll find Mr. Phineas there, and we don't have a. I suspect we don't have a lot of time, but neither we, we need to try and do this in some way so that. Then there'll be no reprisals on Mr. Phineas, and Mr. Phineas will stay on our side in this matter. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the cost, just looking at the cost-benefit of opening this case. Like, what are we likely to find 
versus the um, whatever he has holding over on other people. In fact, well, there may be more documents here that Miss Overton would be interested in, let alone other people. Okay. Uh, I know, I mean, he, is it worth the risk? I mean, you're the uh, professional uh, man of the night here, as it were. I would very much like to know what's inside myself. Okay. I mean, I would love to know. But what are the risks will cause damage to the case and raise... I think the quickest and simplest way would be simply to, if I may put it bluntly, give lots of money to Mr. Phineas so that he'll be able to say he was forced to sell the case, the customer was insistent, or something like that. But either way, a lot of money would probably cover it. Well, even if he was then had to say, I will give you the cost of the case back, he's got more than enough money to cover his side of it. So from his side, it looks like a perfectly acceptable sale. Nah, it it won't. I mean, if I was this guy, Feynman, Farnsworth, Dupree, our guy, uh, I wouldn't buy that. Not not after his not after his room. Either way, this guy is going to be probably coming here very soon. We don't have a lot of time. We so we have to decide right now. Well, you know what? Um, I'm leaving this up to you. I mean, <laughs> we need what's in the case. Okay, then that's the answer. All right. This is about to just simply take it, take what's inside, and leave the case here. We need to we'll check inside the case and lead to just exactly the same circumstances that we took the case. Mm, if, no, uh, we don't leave the case here. Either we yeah, so we take just the take the case now, somehow, go. Yes. Right. Okay, so... And I suspect the quickest way of us doing that is money. That's fine. Let's uh, go back to Mr. Fillion. As Bishop's finishing is, oh, and note the well-worn leather on the side here. Is this is this Corinthian? Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, this guy. Wow, how much could? How much do you think this case is actually worth? Okay, well, bonded to him for five hundred. We could easily wow. make two, three times that. Yeah, speaking of how much? Uh, this is what we're going to. How much money would we need to be able to have on us or get? The the way that uh, money works on this is if you have the resource uh, skill, whatever level it is, is what you can out of pocket just be able to afford. So like if you have it at good, you'd be able to buy something of good quality without having to really bat an eye. Right. Okay. Uh, This case is, I think, above my resource level. (laughs) I have resources at good. Uh, I'm probably the wealthiest person in the party. Yes. Um, yes. So if, um, if we may put, put this blunt, we would be quite happy to buy the case right here, right now, for a substantial profit to yourself. Oh. Uh, well, I, I can't say that uh, I don't want the money. I certainly do. Man's got to make a living, but there's also my, mm-hmm. uh, there's also my reputation, though. I mean... <laughs> kind of known for not doing this sort of thing. <laughs> well, we could uh, take what's inside and just leave the case, and you can say I that. I think no the repercussions, the Mr. Bishop, will be exactly the same as if we took the case. Uh, yeah. It would be more suspicious. Right? Uh, Unless Mr. Fillion would say something along the lines of, geez, somebody must have 
taken the case and then filled it with rocks and um, left or, it here or without, to, in order to keep me from knowing that my shop had been robbed. My God, I've been robbed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're discussing this in front of him, uh, Philly says, I tell you what I can do. Goes and roots around behind his desk, comes out with some paper. While he's out of line of sight, I make a, make a motion to Bishop to indicate time. We don't have a lot of time. Uh, okay. So t- t- comes back with some forums. He says, occasionally the good, uh, good folks at Metapol Central, uh, need to get items from me that are part of, uh, burglary cases. Uh, if in you and your capacity there, Mr. Bishop, as a duly appointed uh, <laughs> member of Metapol's finest, wants to sign out this as uh, evidence, I'll be glad to take, oh, let's say 1500 for it. Mm. If we happen to accidentally forget to put the name on the document. Yeah, all I need is a John Hancock right here from somebody that's uh, at least attached to the police in some way. I write down, I write um, Miles Wraithbone. <laughs> <laughs> Fair oh, enough. He <laughs> rips off your copy and... Uh, <laughs> Miles Cordell Wraithbone the Third, because he <laughs> could have gone with Mister Friedrich. That would have been amusing. <laughs> no, no, no. Gotta go with Miles Cordell Wraithbone, and I make sure okay, to good. make sure my signature right. looks as pompous as possible. <laughs> Lots of flourish. Very well. Um, and since no one really cares around that much cash on them, he just has uh, Rena. Your, what's your resource level? Three. Good. Six, three. All right. Uh, this is this um, will actually this will actually be a little uh, uh, a, a I, fair expenditure on your part, Rena. But you your resources. Uh, can... I'm going to spend a chip and say money and people spend easily because of my last case with a lot of money. I've been slinging money around. Right, but that also implies that you don't have any on you because you've been slinging money around. <laughs> <laughs> I would you. This yes. is where I would tap that as a negative if you were the one uh, <laughs> to spend for it. Uh, although yeah, you uh, do have, you? you do have that uh, newly acquired uh, stunt where uh, you can you can exchange a resource role for a contact role. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. that yeah. would actually work. I, I'd like to do that. Okay, so you come up with me. Uh, come up with something uh, that he. Would trade as a favor for the for equal value. You 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 don't need to roll it. Your contact level is high enough. Just come yeah. up. Give me an explanation of what you're you're offering him for that amount of money. Um, mm. I'm not I'm not suggesting what came immediately to my mind. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of uh you get, feel free to offer him some suggestions, guys. I'm just, this is what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying okay, to think. Well, of I just think I don't know, uh, can't know exactly what the job but maybe you might have a friend willing to go out with someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he trade for that. He trade for that. Uh, okay, uh, I can, yeah. I can, I know, uh, I know this, uh, stenographer who. Uh, no, not uh, I know, I'm no, I know, I know, uh, I know a few ladies who would probably, would love to go out with a man like you. 
If you can arrange an actual date for him, uh, preferably more than one, uh, he will. Yes, yes, I'll arrange a few dates with some of the uh, looser women I've met. He's a businessman. He owns his own business. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got a good contacts in the community. Yes. No, yeah. no, you're not. You're not playing a pimp here. You're. No, <laughs> you're, no, no, no. You're no, actually no. matching gonna... him, him with something of value. So you actually do yeah. know someone that might be interested. Or, or yeah, yeah. So he, that, he's, that, he's that, not that, a terrible catch. So yeah, no, yeah. He's a he's it? a he's a well respected man in the community. I mean, he does a job, and there are I know a few women who would be interested in him. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, you are walking out of the establishment with a fine man's police. <laughs> and we're very hurriedly getting into a car and going away, and hopefully, how it, um, Dupree doesn't take this moment to turn up when he has some combat. Mm. Okay. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait for Miles Cart to the third to play again. <laughs> Seems you signed out for some evidence, Mr. Rathbone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where are you heading? That was the Doctor character. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the overly pompous guy. Say yeah, like once or something. <laughs> oh, fine. Right now that we're away, um, just hoping that he doesn't end up connecting you with someone interested in him. So about. Right, where are you heading? Uh, Drina's driving off. Yeah. Uh, how about to your your place, Drina, so that I, we can look at what's in the case. Yep, let's do. Oh, that temple stair. It is a fairly uh, complicated lock. It, it's like uh, it is like insert lock brand name here that is of very good quality. Um, it will. Uh, it will take a burglary roll and a minus two uh, shift on your part if you wish to just simply pick it. However, I have a bandsaw. Yeah, so however, yeah, if you wanted just to destroy the case <laughs> to get into I'm, the contents, that's... No, 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 we, we bought this case. Don't destroy the lock, I may use it later. <sighs> Do you want to give it a I, shot, yeah, Gavin? I try. Hold on, hold on. I, I shake the case. How heavy is it? I, it's not. I mean, the case itself is heavy. I mean, just from what it's made out of. But there are some, there's something. There are things rattling around inside. Okay, mm. I, I smell it. it. Smells of finely oiled leather. Okay, I put my ear to it. <laughs> you don't hear you ticking is ticking inside. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, you stay here and. Uh, I'll be in the other room while you pick this lock. Right. I'm gonna stay in the room and like just shake my head like. Oh. No problem. I, uh, I, I, you know, I hook up the uh, the air compressor to the pneumatic bandsaw. <laughs> I get out like uh, you know some uh, sharp knives and awls for the inevitable moment where we're just gonna have to take this thing apart. But go ahead. Right. Um, if you wouldn't mind not watching the bishop, I'd hate you to see anything illegal. Oh, yes, of course. I see nothing. Hmm. You have anything good to eat? <laughs> Maybe a snack. We could do with something All to right. drink. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, so the minus two. Yep. That's that. Oh, no, it's not that. It's that. Ha-ha. <laughs> not quite the first number. <laughs> um, yeah, give me a second. I'm going to open up that window again. And 
Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Are you satisfied? Do I need with to? That? Uh, no, I've got plenty of chips, and I'm hoping we're not going to combat. Knuckle down and get the job done. So delete the chip and just take a plus two. Okay. So it's that bottom number, not the first number. Yeah, I wish it was the first number. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's what I'm. That's, so that's your total. Okay. Uh, yeah, you are able to uh, open the lock, um, and luckily for you, right at the mo- last moment, you notice something um, before you actually t- uh, tumble the lock open. Uh, the lock mechanism actually is is trapped. Um, you are able to. You trigger it, but knowing that it's there, you kind of point it away from you. Uh, and an iron needle is basically fired out of the lock, uh, just kind of sticks mm. into uh, Drina's, the, the wall of Drina's garage. You're able to finish opening the case without any problem. Um, inside, there are many uh, file folders, document folders. Uh, bundles of them are wrapped. There's code. There's like a, a code on the outside of each like wrapped bundle, and there's also like a notebook uh, at the bottom of the case too. Hmm. Are you done? I say, powering up the bandsaw. <laughs> uh, you may want to take care of that carefully. I say, pointing at the needle. <laughs> Oh, I get some pliers and pull it out. Uh, I look to see if there's any substance on the end of it. Yes, uh, there's kind of a sticky, tacky black substance on the end of the dart. Might want to wash that off. And not let it get near the kids. Um, actually, I could think of some uses for this later. I say, uh, <laughs> put in a handkerchief and uh, put in a small, like a small toolbox, put it on top of a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Keep it at hand so that when William turns up, so let's go through I'm going through the notebook and everything in the case Uh, I'll help too alright the the bundles of documents on the outside of each document like I said there's like some kind of code numbers and letters Uh, you have no point of reference you have no idea what it means the documents inside though uh, most of it is in English, some of it is in German, some of it's in French, some of it even looks like it's in Spanish. Um, the, the, the one that immediately keeps, uh, catches your eye, Drina, is the, one of the larger bundles. They're, um, they're blueprints. They're technical manuals and blueprints for some fairly impressive technology that you haven't seen on the market. Yoink. Uh, what, what are we talking about? These, You're uh, going through them. They look like they are preliminary blueprints and manuscripts uh, out of the Transportation and Electrical Guild. They actually have file numbers that are on the on the very bottom of the pages. Um, you don't know what the designators mean, uh, but you do have the guild stamps on certain pages, so you know that it came out of those departments. Harris! Find me Harris in those! I know he's there. Think, he's gotta no, be. He's, he's gotta been be the lead. Blackmailing quite a few people to get these documents. Hold on, hold on. Uh, which, blackmailing which? at least two. He's gonna be blackmailing more. Still, he's got a technique that works. He's unlikely to vary it for. Yes, yes, he's probably. So, um, it's, it's unlikely he's got a friend on the inside so much as he's got an enemy. So wait a minute. Um, the trans. What? Uh, you said the transportation guild. 
Anything on coolant? Electrical or, or power. Both of those guilds, it looks like where most of these come from. Which are the two Anything? that deal heavily in machinery anyway. Right. And uh, so what are, are these? Are they engines? Are they, some uh, of them are engines. Some of them are uh, more efficient uh, power, uh, electrical and steam power plants. Uh, some of them, one of them is a, like a very efficient looking battery. Um, some of it is uh, fuels, uh, different types of fuels. A coolant? No, no coolants. <laughs> Damn it! Just different, different technology. All of it looks like it's in preliminary testing phases, or uh, it's very. It, it hasn't gone through the complete testing cycle, nor are they complete uh, blueprints. Some oh, of them are oh. actually missing pieces, like an insert piece here that will make the whole thing work. Said piece has not been invented yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> step one: invent the stuff. Step two: something. Step three: profit. Hmm. <laughs> oh, don't don't worry. That's that's where I come in. Something, something profit. All of it highly mm. experimental. All of it looks to be if it could work. You know, very, very profitable items. Mm. Oh, yeah, I, I do have the aspect double bubble toil and trouble. Yes. Um. Oh hmm. no, no, uh, no alch- alchemical formula. Although some of the uh, some of the chemistry is uh, it, very close to that. I'll take care of that. There will be alchemical uh, components when I'm done. <laughs> hmm. uh, but anything about Patterson, Mrs. Overton, uh, any of that? No. Um, the one, the, like I said, the largest file was all these uh, technical manuals. Some of the other files in different languages look to be bank accounts, where there are certain areas that have been uh, highlighted. Anybody good at math? Uh, any particular background that will make them good with mathematics? That'd be me again. Yeah, okay. yeah. Give me a scholarship and role on those. I I would know a little bit about math just by having to do running my own contracts and numbers. Yeah, sure. Scholarship, yeah, if you want to try it. Mm, I know a little. Uh three. Sure, uh, I'll I'll give it a yeah. shot. Yeah, Drina runs a business, so. <laughs> oh, wow, blueprints. Give me blueprints. Who am I? I got blueprints. That's, Drina's that's a little distracted. A... What some of those look like are like uh, company books, uh, ledgers, and uh, what he's highlighting are inconsistencies. Like someone's been cooking books, and he's highlighting uh, everywhere where there are discrepancies. Evidence for blackmail. Yeah. Yes. Inside the notebook that's on the bottom... Um, there are the numbers and letters that are on the outside of each file. Uh, some of them are repeated in the notebook, um, along with uh, another like letter number designation. Um, but the, some of those have times and dates next to them and check marks. Uh, compare it with the other notebook we got to the with the meetings and stuff like that. It's enough that we can find those dates in it. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. of, some of them coincide, um, but not all of them. Some of them are for other places, probably. Mm. This is a very nice operation. Uh, yep. So, I guess the the thing is, is this all Feynman? Presume so. Is uh, as, as the writing the same? The handwriting in the notebooks are all the same. Uh, you look up individual numbers and letters, they also match the outside of the files. 
uh, but not the individual files inside. Of course, they're in all different handwriting. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. yeah they're the evidence that from other people of their yeah. But the thing is, how did he get all this stuff? I mean, you think about it. Like many, many years worth of work. Yeah, even so, even so, I mean, he blackmails one person to blackmail another to to get stuff to blackmail another. Okay, I mean, I guess I'll buy that. I guess that's the only way it could work. You know, everyone's smile, yeah. If he's working alone, that's the only way it could happen. It may be that um, he just, every once in a while, he'll say, instead of numbers, I want something along the lines of this, the books of this company or something like that. Well, yeah, so yeah, he's a total scumbag, and I'm glad I have his gun. He has a gun? What gun? You just said you glad you had his, have his gun. I pat you on the. Do you do you want some tea? Uh, you why don't you head over to the fridge? I think there's some cheese and bread in there. No the more appropriate question is what do we do with this? Yes, and no, I don't want any cheese and bread or cheesy bread. <laughs> so let's see. Um. So here's the deal. I guess. I guess first thing I want to know is like, are there is there anything in there that would I guess you could consider a state secret? Yes. Yes. Multiple secrets. <laughs> Hello, the, your your schematics right there are state secrets. In, in a lot of ways, they you know, they can be seen that way. Um, even though there is inter guild cooperation between nations, um, if, it, if you're looking at unpublished works, you don't. This could be going to the Defense Department of like England, for instance. You don't know, so potentially, yes, they, these could be state secrets. <clears throat> and who knows what are in the ones that are in different languages? Right. Yeah. This is. So we've kind of, uh, if nothing else, the folder with all the schematics in it makes it a guild problem, which does mm-hmm. bother your could... purview. Mm. Money. Uh, is there any list of like names? There like are when names. we're looking. There are names mentioned in like you know most of the documents, but there other than the notebook that's kind of encoded, there's no there's no like list of names. Mm. Is it some type of cipher? It, it could be. Well, I still think we should get somebody to translate the stuff that's not in English. Yeah, but. With it being blackmail, we're gonna. Hopefully, my stenographer is discreet enough. Well, I thought that was the whole point. You're finding somebody who. Yes, I. I'm pretty sure she is discreet. She better be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, can we trust this woman or not? I mean. Is she going to get enough of a picture of what's going on just from, like, the the French documents, I guess? We could set... Mm. 
there is one thing we could do which would solve a lot of this, if not, you know, make some of us profit if that's what your anger is. Me? I'm not really interested in making profit. I wasn't looking at you at the time. Oh. <laughs> yes. This could be worthwhile, as long as we were careful on what we did, but in we'd have that, to Aside from the documents from Miss Overton, we could potentially just destroy the others so they can't be used further. And then no one has them. True. Or we could, you know, figure out a little bit of who has what, maybe divide among multiple people so that no one gets the full picture, divide among multiple people different sets of documents. You mean right now, like divide these up between us? I meant as in if we got some of them translated, like we if we need if we wanted to translate some of them, we could you know set it up so that we set up so that we uh, so that no one can get really the idea of the full picture by by separating a lot of them. Another option is that we know these ones are these particular guilds. We arrange for those documents to be delivered back to those guilds discreetly so no one knows that there's been issues. Mm-hmm. Except for maybe a few schematics go missing, I wink at Trina. Uh, I, I also, uh, personally, I'd like to turn this guy uh, into the police. I mean, we have multiple passports and photos. Um, yes. That's where, as you, I think the, the police would, wouldn't be so much them as the guilds would be taking interest in this. Yes, and we could uh, say that we were doing some private investigation and still get the bonus for a contract completed. Right. I mean, basically, I, I really dislike this guy, Feynman. And uh, if, he, if he flees to Indochina, I want a policeman and a bowl of rice to pop out and uh, arrest him. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to get out without his passport. I have a few contacts I could talk to to arrange something. Mm-hmm. But we'd certainly want to keep Miss Overton's documents separate, and those would seem to be the only ones relating to her at the moment. Yes. We need to. We should probably look at, see which. Uh, looking over the documents, are there any other that seem to be about, you know, marriage certificates, etc., or is it just that one set? No, actually, that. that uh the one set seems to be at odds with everything else you see. Oh, well, of course, I mean, you can't read the other languages, but it looks yeah. like that's a lot more personal than he deals with. Yeah, okay, That then that's most likely. Uh, I have an idea. We could talk to her and, uh, you know, accidentally, when we first meet her, call her by her uh, the other name to see if it actually is her documents. I'm going to get. I'm not going to call Mrs. Overton. Yes, it's only after late afternoon or so, right? Yeah, yeah. Could, it's not that late. You, you started. If we do day. ask her for her phone name, she'll obviously know that we have something of use. And I'm sure it's yes. not that much of a secret. Yes, considering she is trusting us really to locate these documents, and she does not yes. know. Her. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what are you doing with the documents in the case? I could give them to my contact to deal with discreetly. How is he going to deal with them? He has his own further connections up the chain. 
Well, I want to keep some of them back. It might be something useful on someone. Are you planning, planning on entering the blackmailing area yourself? No, but I have there might be someone who... Are Are there any names of people who are connected with Harris? <laughs> you don't know who all is connected with Harris, so that's difficult. I've been inve- guess, yeah. investigating yeah, Harris, so I should know something mm-hmm. about who his I mean, friends are. Have you taken are. Harris as a, a uh, aspect nemesis yet? <laughs> Okay, I have one aspect open, so I might as well take it. Well, what do I put? Damn Harris you, Harris. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Well, I have been looking through these other documents. So if there's some particular names, I might have seen them. There we go. Damn you, Harris. My seventh one. <laughs> Not that there's any documents there just to help you to say that. You know, I've been looking through them. So, Give me a, this is for Bishop, give me a scholarship role. Mm-hmm. And if you want it better, you can tap. Your, oh God! You can tap your "Damn you, Harris" aspect. I, I, I'm gonna tap "Damn you, Harris" for first day reroll. Uh, okay, I'm going to tap. Uh, can you tap more than one? Yes, you as long can. As long as different just, ones. Okay. All right. Okay. I will. Uh, I'm going to tap, I've been to dark places because I've been to dark places in my mind, so I know I need to find the truth about Harris. Or you could have been in dark places looking up information on Harris. Either one works. (laughs) Sure. I'm going to add two with that, and then I'm going to spend another chip and always completes his end of a deal because I've made a deal with myself and with Abigail because I know Abigail he is connected with Abigail, so I must get any information I can on this guy. So I'm going to get another plus two to put me at four. Okay. Um, all right. There are a, a few names that you recognize uh, that have worked with Harris before. Uh, and you really want, you really, really want to make it a larger connection. But with that good of a role, you, you really can't, you can't fool yourself about it. Yeah, there are some names uh, that are in there, but you know they worked in the same lab and some of these are transportation um related documents anyway so you know you just can't make yeah. yourself feel that uh <laughs> you know you you really want to force the force the information to look like Harris is like got a bigger role in it but you really don't think he does i meant not that he um he did it but people who are who know him and would be Friends who have information on Harris. Some biz- some business associates because they use some of the same labs to develop this stuff, but that's not unusual. Uh, damn it! There's no one close enough. Enough with this, Harris. Enough, enough with this. No. I wish to two chips on three chips on. <laughs> that's should have let yourself fail. It would have been more interesting. You're positive that Harris has something to do with it. <laughs> Harris is the blackmailer. Dupree's just the front. <laughs> Damn it. No, I, I was looking for hopefully blackmail someone to get some deeper information on Harris. Oh, you nope. might you might be okay. able to finagle that out of there. That's what I was going for. There, there might oh, be please. enough there that somebody uh, won't want something brought to life. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, oh, 
I'll take a few of the documents that are uh, transportation related and say this is for further investigation of a private matter. So what are what is what are you doing now? What is what is uh, you're getting later in the afternoon? Uh, still got to wait oh. for night. Drina, you said you're calling Drina this old person. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to call her. All right. Well, you get her made. Yeah. Uh, hello, ma'am. Um, I need to speak to Mrs. Overton. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, she she's just set up for an engagement this evening. Um, she'll be back later tonight. Can I leave a message? Uh, yes. Um, tell her that Drina called in regards to the the matter that we discussed uh, the other day, and uh, whatever time she comes in, she should call me. I'll do so. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. Then I'm going to look through the blueprints and... Uh, Did you manage to confirm with Miss Everton? No, afraid she has left for the evening on some engagement. I didn't ask what what kind. Um, hmm. I just left instructions um, that she should call. I'm sure that whatever time she comes back, she'll call. Considering her husband's just died, it's unlikely she'll be going out. Did William perhaps contact her for a more direct meeting? <sighs> a sense of dramatic necessity. I just sense some dramatic tension here. <laughs> if so, then how would we... Here's the thing. Like, I, I totally understand what you're saying, but how would we track her? How would we... I'm, I'm trying to think, like, how would we know where to where they would be? I'm not sure, but it's just uh, suspicion, you might say. Yes, it could be. Could be. Uh, it should. She should still be safe. Uh, you took her. Maybe. You took his gun, so he doesn't have a weapon in that respect. Right, because no one can find a gun in Metapol in, in three hours. And no, no one can. No one can. The gun. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one can. I look out. I say no one can. I look out the window into the alley and see the gun salesman. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 it's, it's a different. vending machine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. But let's so let's think about that idea for a second. Like, where would they be likely to meet? I mean. Oh, presumably the maid might have more details, or if she caught a cab, the cab might know. Or uh, did she, yeah, they had a ship, oh no, they just recently fired the chauffeur. So, most likely did take a cab. Ah, uh, yeah, it is true. That Enrico guy. Yeah. And, well, we do <laughs> have a very good reason to want to talk to her. I'm just raising the possibility that if you think she's fine, then I'm sure. No possible harm could come to her. I don't think any harm will come to her. And if we, if anything does, we the can moment just... Bishop says, "I don't think any harm will come to her," I get on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and who are you calling? I'm calling the Overton residence again. Right. Maid is back on the phone. Overton. Uh yes. Hello, Miss. Um, again, this is Trina. 
I just I just called recently. Um, I'm very sorry to press this. Um, I uh, I don't really want to pry, but it really is quite important that I speak to Mrs. Overton. Could, could you tell me what engagement she was uh, she was going to this evening? I'm afraid that she uh, didn't share that information with me. So this just that she would be back later this evening. Um, she did call, uh, she rummages through something near the phone, uh, Fleet Cab Services. Uh, if that's of any help to you, Ms. Bauer. I see. So the, the, she left and the cab came together. All right. Uh, do you know what time that was? Um, not half an hour ago. I see. All right. Um, well, um, thank you very much. And I blah to Bishop and Marshall. Well, best case scenario, you get to shoot William with his own gun. <laughs> no, no, don't shoot him with the gun. Then you'll be arrested for having the gun. My suggestion is... Yes, this gun you don't have. Yes, this gun you don't have of his. <laughs> yes, yes, I would suggest just, you know, so that he we um, can have anyway, some um, rotten jail. The, I tap my laser. The, do you have any contacts inside the taxi company? Or someone you can talk to even? I probably know someone. <laughs> Let's find out. Do I know? Zero <laughs> all. Contacts. <laughs> That's a um, two. I, well, with a That's two, a two. I, loosely. Oh, yeah, yeah, anyone who right. has contacts can try. That's, that's fine. Uh, uh, I'm going to tree up this shot. Yep. Of course, I um, rolled the, this below. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, let me see. Did anybody? On. I need three, three successes is what I'm looking for. One. I have I two. Do you know? Just uh, hold on. Have, hold on. What did you get? I got a, um, a one. You got a one. I got a two, but you know what? Um, I got eight kids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, a token to um and uh, I I asked my oldest son um if he if he's got a drinking buddy who works at Fleet Cab. So what is what is your total? Is it four or three? Four. It's four. four. Uh four you can tell me one of your, your elders work for that cab company if you want. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um <laughs> yeah. well, that would help too, yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, my daughter-in-law works at Fleet Cab as a secretary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's probably on right now, I say, as I call Fleet Cab. Okay, uh, mm. sure, you get transferred through to her. Uh, hey, Maria. Gina, uh, it's been a while. you got to come by and see the kids. Absolutely. Um, yeah, how are they? She rattles on for a bit. <laughs> right, I chat. I chat about the grandkids, and I say, um... Listen, sweetie, uh, about half an hour ago, there was this, uh, this lady, I uh, give the Overton's address, um, you dispatched someone out there, right? Uh, hold on, let me get the records. Uh, she's gone for a few minutes, comes back, yeah. yeah they're heading out to, gives off, uh, an address out in District 6, um, yeah, there's not a lot out there, there's a church, cemetery, um, not a lot else out there. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so, I see. So, the, the address, but uh, oh, I write down the address and say, okay, um, 
Fair enough. So, uh, let's say, if you could look on the map for me, uh, are you saying it's a fairly deserted part of town? Well, there's just not a lot of, uh, it used to be a, uh, pretty fashionable, uh, district for, you know, some, some non-guild sellers of various wares, but they kind of went out of business. So that it's been a, a depressed area lately. Uh, there's still the some larger warehouses warehouse there. District. And yeah, I, the abandoned warehouse as well, but. Oh, yes. I understand, I say, as I uh, bring out and check the mechanisms on my taser. Um, all right, Maria, thanks very much. Uh, you guys come by uh, Wednesday night, and uh, we'll make you a little something for dinner, okay? <laughs> sure. Sure, and uh, I say bye-bye and uh, hang up. Mm-hmm. So that's dinner Wednesday night? And now I've got the gun. I'm checking it out. Uh, no, you're not coming to dinner. Oh, my grand, my my son and his my daughter in law, my grandkids are coming to dinner. You will not be there. No offense. <laughs> okay, Drina, I know this may be a blind alley. I don't know if it played it this way, but I really hope it works out dramatically. It's dramatically nice if it does. Anyway, yes. Uh, good thing. Uh, old Betsy here. Well, actually, new Betsy right here is ready and waiting to go. Let's go. Yeah, let's Did you go. get the address. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do with the luggage? That's a good point. Um, uh, do you have a safe? Yes. Here's, here's what I'll do. I'm I'm sure I have uh, I, I'm sure I have drawers of like mag tools and stuff like that. I just find a big drawer and collect everything, put it back in the case, and put it in there and lock it. Uh, we keep the um, Overton documents separate. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Good point. Should we take those with us? Yeah. You think? Okay. All right. Oh, worst case, we don't hand them over. That's, yes. that's right. Okay. All right. So you zip out and that location. Uh, which plane? Well, when we get, what is it when we get there? Uh, let's see. It's almost uh, five o'clock in the afternoon when we get there. So another hour and- of sunlight. And what is the building when we get there? Well, it, they didn't. Uh, she didn't give a complete address. Just like this neighborhood is where I need to be dropped off, sort of thing. But uh, right. as the dispatcher uh, said, that there's really nothing there except for a church cemetery. Okay, let's check the cemetery then the church. Yeah. Well, we could split up. No, no, no. That All ends right. badly. I remember the last time we split up. All right, let's go. Well, that was earlier today when we split up coming out of the hotel. No, no, that wasn't bad. Uh, that was uh, last uh, Wednesday, or last Friday, I mean. That wasn't fun to split up. We are still sure. checking while we're, while we're pitching at each other. For <laughs> yes, yes, we're so, keeping while, alert. While you're in that area, everybody give me alertness rolls. Okay. Oh, wow. I alert all over the place. Five. One. <laughs> the dice have decided to go back against me now. Three. <laughs> okay, uh, Drina. Five um, as you guys are get out of the car and find a parking place, you start looking around. It, the place is not not deserted, but there are few people around at all. Um, and the church seems to be in session now. Um, but you do see uh, Drina. Uh, by one of the elm trees in the cemetery, there are two people talking um, in its shadow. 
uh, with a three. One of them is about the right height, uh, has the long blonde hair. Did you think uh, that that is Miss Betty Overton? Is talking to some man in a uh, a, a large uh, coat. Right, and uh, you're getting his back and seeing her front, so you can't really make him out, but you're pretty sure that that's Betty. Uh, it right. doesn't seem that she's noticed, or they have noticed you yet. And I got a five? You got a five? Mm. Ah. I rolled really well. <laughs> I'm rolling really bad now, <laughs> which is bad for a fight. Yeah. It's what you call dice. Yes, it's the balance after that f- ridiculous four for the report roll. So, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I just tell. Uh, yeah, Bishop. Marshall and Bishop, I think that's, um, that's our guy. Yeah, and she has a gun pointed at him. I'm not sure if that's William. I think he might, she might be on the verge of shooting him. I like Betty. <laughs> we don't want enough to want to see her go to jail for murder? Then come no. on. Let's go. Let's stop this. Well, just to, uh, I mean, carefully. Carefully, yes. So, how are you approaching the situation? Shall we approach openly and say... You two approach are? openly, I'll come in from around the corner and see if I can yes. get a good bead on the players. Yes, okay, that sounds good. <laughs> the players in this drama, not the players of the game. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, who's that guy who just looked in through that window of mine? Yeah, I take out a small stun gun. I take out, uh, I have my stun gun ready to get, ready to draw. If necessary. Yeah, I I have both of them, re- both my guns ready to go. Okay, so, so those those two are going openly. I'm trying to stealth up. Okay, are you drawing attention to yourself, or are you just uh, walking in that direction? We're walking slowly and steadily. Uh, we're not, so you know, we're not trying for. to get attention. Not blam, 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 blam. <laughs> The, so the guy that was standing in front of her kind of stumbles back and falls uh, falls to the ground. Uh, who you thought uh, who looked like uh, Betty kind of steps out from the shadows of the trees, and, and, and indeed it is Betty. Um, the guy is still alive. He seems to be trying to backpedal away from her, laying on the ground. Um, and Betty just calmly walks over to him. Stop! Uh, you see her run, fall, freeze, fly, or we'll have to shoot fly. you. Freeze! In the name of the law. <laughs> All right, so this is where uh, we, we will do uh, initiative round. Then go ahead and give me an alertness rolls, everybody. Think. Oh, that's not good. Wait, what am I rolling for? Alertness, mm-hmm. danger sense, also. Nope, you're not in danger. I got uh, okay. One, one. That's all right. Four. She got a minus one, so <laughs> she will declare first. She's intending to put a bullet through his head. Uh. Actually, then I have a because danger sense does apply to combat. It's not you she's aiming for. Ah, it's, uh, sure. it's involving okay. you. Anyway, so she's the slowest person. So I'm just uh, that's that you can tell okay. she's intending to blow blow his head away. Uh, who's next slowest? Uh, be both 
uh, myself and Bishop. Okay, what are the I'm intending to stun her if I can get close enough. You're trying to get close uh, yeah, enough I, to stun her? Okay. Stunner also. So both of you guys are going to unload uh, your stun guns into her. And Rena, you act first. What are you doing? What I'm doing is uh, I'm leveling the taser and says, don't go down for murder. He's not worth it. You got too much to live for. You got children. Okay. Um, okay. Give me your your how persuasive or you're, you're basically trying to persuade her out of it. So we're going into a, a mental conflict here. Um, okay. You decide what you want to use, whether you're being firm or you're trying to empathize. Uh, I'm using empathy. This is not a, I'm going to beat you up if you don't think. Okay, she's going to end up having a two. Okay. And what did you get? So, let's see. This would be, is this empathy or rapport? Um, it depends on how you want to do it. I mean, if you're if you're trying to empathize with her, and that's what it sounded like. You're just saying, you know, don't go down for murder for this guy, and then you can use empathy. But it's your choice. Um, this is rapport, so that would be a four. Okay, very good. So that's two over hers, which will essentially. Okay, you've shaken her. Narrate what happens to me. Sure. She, I say, look, don't. He's not worth it. Don't go down for murder here. And uh, she sort of stops for a second, you know, to resolve. Like, she's shaking a little bit, and uh, she takes a, a step back and starts to lower the gun. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Bishop and Gavin, you're firing stun guns at her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's too late to change your action. Now. Same so you can change your action. Gun? Just the new action that you want to try and do is at a minus one if you want to try something different uh, than you stated. Change my action, just kind of get closer with my hand, one a taser and one hand kind of up, like just, you know, since she's backed away a little bit, just kind of back away, put with my taser still pointed at her just in case. Okay, so you're just basically holding. What are you doing, Gavin? Uh, some level I'm moving out of the way, so I want to ensure that William can't see me. Okay. Okay, uh, hmm. All right, good enough. He's not facing you right now. There's not a lot of danger in it, so I'm going to require a roll there. Um, on his action, uh, since he's actually the slowest... Oh, on her action, um, she is going to... Well, she's going to take the, the modifier for not firing at him and instead is going to try to get the resolve to finish him off and doesn't. <laughs> and his action is to bleed, bleed, bleed and try to backpedal away. <laughs> I'm just saying in some way I know she might but I can just say Drina step up and put a bullet through his head to finish him what's happened here uh, is she has taken two hits to her her basically her face or her social uh, attack chart um, two more and you can you can have her surrender but you still have to you haven't completely mm-hmm. stalked her down she just backed <laughs> off and not putting the gun directly at him right now but it's this is still a live situation Okay, yeah. All right. um, I understand how that works. Yeah. Okay, so okay. her action, uh, well, he's the slowest. He's still trying to get away and bleeding while he's doing it, and he's taking some gut shots. She is going to try and get the resolve to shoot it, and that leaves uh, Gavin and Bishop. What are you guys doing? I'm going to use my presence, my strength, and say, put the gun down. This is not worth it. We have everything we need. 
Okay, so in essence, you're going to be helping Greena to talk her down. Yes. Right, so you're going to get a, a bonus by doing that together. Uh, Bishop, or Gavin? I'm just going to keep um, the kind of the really covered, especially on if William or <laughs> yeah, if William's going to try and look like he's going to try and do anything other than just okay. by their bleeding. And uh, Drina? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Bishop doesn't really get it, uh, but I appreciate the help. But yeah, see, man, we—we—he's a spy and a liar and a thief. We got enough evidence to throw him in a deep dark hole for the rest of his life. Okay, so you're trying to talk her down again. Yeah, uh, go ahead and give me the roll, Bishop. Your roll as well. Since I'm I'm rolling presents, and I get a two. Uh, she got a six on this one. So Bishop's two will go to help Rena. So I've got Ooh. a two. So with Bishop's two, that gives you a four. Um, so she's still going to win out on this one. She's getting her steely determination up. Um, yeah, but you see, I'm a. Uh, I'm the I'm an iron woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like this, uh, I'm dropping a token to get a six. Okay, so uh, you're, you're going to be even up. So if you're still at a standstill. She's uh, she won't be able to uh, complete what she wants to do, but uh, you still haven't completely talked her down. Mm-hmm. So she still has that indecision in her face, and she still really wants to put another bullet in it. <laughs> I could tell. But you spent another token that you get. More than here and be out of damage. Yeah. Well, let me see here. What can I do here? <sighs> so there's one tech I have in mind which could go either way, so I just don't want to suggest it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I speak softly and carry a big wrench. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. See, it's like a. It's a, It's not like the the lie. It's a very quiet, like you know. That whisper in her ear, like, yeah, he's at uh, what he's coming up for. By the time they're they're finished with him, like, there, there won't be enough left of him to throw to the dogs. Don't kill him; it'll be worse if he lives. Well, if you're just spinning it as a plus two, that's enough to take yep. her out. So you can you can narrate how that happens. Exactly. Uh, sure. Um, yeah. So I. I step up to her and uh, I put my uh, hand on the hand with a gun and I put it down. Say, so, uh, "Don't worry, we uh, we got everything we need uh, for your case and for his. Uh, uh, this guy's a spy and he's been uh, taking secrets from the wrong people for a long, long time. I guarantee you that uh, he probably won't live to see the light of day." And I turn to uh, Feynman and I say. Uh, you know what they say uh, about cases like this? The members of your parole board haven't been born yet. <laughs> <laughs> I say, uh, yeah, Betty, get out of here right now. Put that gun away. Walk away. Don't look back. Now. Okay. Uh, she does it. She goes into the church. <laughs> Will's is it actually? Will's still trying to crawl away. Yeah. Is it actually Feynman now that we're close enough to see yeah. him? Well, I mean, you've never seen him before, but it is the same guy from the hotel, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, quit your struggle, and it'll just make you bleed more. Yes. Should someone call the medic? 
Sure. <laughs> after after laws. <laughs> all right. Uh, in the meantime, uh, does anybody have medical training at all? Uh, oh, did I take any of that? No. Actually, um, well, no. Medical is not. There's no actual medical school coming. No, no. In it's your background. If you ever had a reason to have. All right. No. Um. <sighs> all right. <laughs> he looks pretty bad off. Some of those might have uh, some very. Uh, did I learn any skills? About it, you're gonna get survival or scholarship. It'll be a big negative. It'll it'll end up being a scholarship role if you ever had any reason to have learned first aid. If anyone's done military service, you will learn basics of first aid. Um, if anyone's taken a formalized uh, course in uh, like you know biology or something like that, you would have a reason. Yeah, to I think I've got enough of a background that I can get a basic first aid out of it. Sure, there's a scholarship for them. Just to, uh, it's a two unless there's negatives. Uh, no, that's fine. You're you're basically you're assessing the situation. You're pretty sure that unless they get here real quick, he's probably going to die of blood loss. He took three bullets to the gut. Uh, the wounds he'd probably live for you know a while. It's going to be septic, you know. But the blood loss is the big thing. All right. So is there anything pressure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you can apply pressure and just uh, you know, try and keep him from bleeding out. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I do a push-up to... <laughs> Ah, good thing this is my third suit, not my good, really good suit or my second suit. Ah, blood never comes out. Ah, I apply pressure. I use his own. Sh- I use his coat to apply pressure. All right. Uh, you take his coat off. Uh, there's something in the front right pocket. Take it out, give it to Gavin while I apply pressure to make sure, sure it doesn't get dirty. It's a notebook, small, compact notebook, and uh, trying to keep him from bleeding out until the medics get there. Uh, Rina, you're able to get a hold of someone to send out an ambulance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just giving him any care at all will keep him from dying until they get there. Uh, he's in bad shape. Uh, but- uh, while, while we're waiting for the ambulance, what's our story on how he got shot? Um, bad part of town. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really. No, yeah, it was um, just some guy. Yeah. Uh, one black male today. We got here too late. Yeah, uh, yeah. As, as some he he uh, came here to. As well, we'll just see. Yeah, we followed him here. He came here to meet somebody for uh, some kind of appointment, and uh, we interrupted them. The the other guy panicked, shot him. And ran off. Uh, we did a foot chase. Unfortunately, he got away. Works for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's Give the malls a description. <laughs> yeah. uh, the police do arrive at the hospital. Um, it's not a, an officer that you know, but they do know you. So mm-hmm. they just take your statement. Mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's carted off. Uh, they do a little bit of, uh, you know, they cut open his shirt and they uh, apply some bandages to stop the wound just to get him into the back of the ambulance as uh, trying to stabilize him before they take off. Okay. So it is us with the question of who we're going to hand the stuff over to. Uh, 
and oh, what uh, we hand over. Uh, the, the notebook was actually it was found by Bishop since he's the one who removed the coat. He yes. gave it to me. Yeah. Yep. Look what's in the notebook exactly. Well, we're going to do that while we're in the car back to my place. Yeah. Uh, it's a breakdown of a lot of the codes that were on the outside of those files, as well as uh, an interesting uh, entry for Macy's. Um, apparently, uh, well, what's written down is one red rose equals Docs 76. One white lily equals, and then there's an address. And then they go, you know, like there's like there's a different flower mm. listed, and then there's like there are three a, flowers in the vase. The third flower is yellow. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so eight, eight different flower codes. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. There's another. There's a more detailed uh, recording of the notebook that you found in the room that has like the time and dates. This one goes back longer. The last date and time that was in the book that did not have a check mark is in this book, and it does have a check mark. Yeah. Oh. Getting their time to check mark it a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And next to that one also says uh, one red rose next to that as well in his, his copy. Mm-hmm. Right, which means something I've forgotten again. Uh, docs uh, in the number 76. Do we want to go to the 76 doc and see if there's anything there with noting? Yes, yes, let's check it. Uh, so you're getting on towards uh, night now. Actually, by the time you get to the docks, it will be night, be about 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Maybe too late, but oh, maybe five days too early. We have um, no actually, idea. It, it, there's, there's a time uh, in the book noted, and the, ah. the time is about 9. Ah. Oh, do we want to get police back up out there, just discreetly back up in case there is something going down? Mm-hmm. Why would... Uh, since they're now going, ooh, look at all this wonderful brought <laughs> this will guy for some reason. Yes, and uh, we'll we'll say it's uh, we can state that we believe that uh, someone is stealing secrets, so to speak. Uh, we're talking with Miss Blair. I suspect you'll have to tell her a bit more than that, but just enough. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so yes, we're going for a police backup. I think is the basic question. Yes, uh, I agree. Yeah, Miss yes. Blair will set that up, and if it ends up being Will's involvement, of course. Um, that would be how we you get a stiffen. That would be how you handle it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. How are you going to approach this? Well, let's see. Um, One man in a trench coat. Get a red rose. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Did he have any like a a flower in the lapel? No. No. Yeah. They don't have had time to pick it up yet. That's <laughs> true. But that's that's not a bad guess. All right. Um, yeah, get the get the flower. And, uh, who's closest of <laughs> yeah of the three of us? Actually, who's closest in build to William? Uh, probably Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! Oh, great. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I, I'm just gonna state this since you may have just uh, missed it in the description of Macy's, but it, it should have been obvious to your characters. I, I described there were flowers out on the uh, yeah. Uh, yeah on the counter at Macy's. That's the indication of which flower, which dock for the meeting. Oh, which flower, so, which place? Yeah. Yes, yes, which place for the meeting? 
which might well mean that um, Florence is in fact involved in it, whatever her name was. Basically. Yes. So, uh, shall we, uh, shall I go dressed in a nice coat, etc.? Worst case, nothing happens, and whoever was involved getting away, but we've got a fair whack of other stuff happening, so. Yeah, and, uh, uh, make you sure that also we... Tell Blair the suspicion that, you know, possibly an inside person at Macy's as well, maybe something up. I don't know how they set their flowers out, so I don't know. So I may just yes. come by the flower there. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I make sure that we, if when we eventually do turn in some of the documents, I make sure to keep the ones that might have a, with names connection to people who know Harris, who might know something about Harris. Doxfish. I make sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're holding back. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so what's the plan at the docks, though? And how close do you want the police to be? Do you want them there at all? Do you want them just to be on call? <laughs> or just to be watching uh, the area? Uh, can we get some... Can we, if by chance, can we get a, a couple, like maybe one or two that are plain clothes, and then a few that are nearby in the area? Yeah, they can manage that. Cool. And then Drino and I suppose we'll be following in discreetly as Bishop yeah. walks around the place and hopes to get bumped off by someone. Yes, um, I'll make sure to have my taser and a nice big code and same type of code and same type of, I'm guessing he had some type of headwear. Oh, you've had his um, code with you. Uh, <laughs> it's a little covered in blood now. Well, it's dark. No one will notice. Right. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you get there. They see the two plainclothes cops that they send ahead of you are basically dressed as just wharf rats, the guys that you know, they hang around the wharf looking for jobs to unload ships when they come in and mostly just spend their time drinking there otherwise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they go in before you and put on their drunk act. Um, there are others there, um, so they said they seem to blend in fairly well. Um, Mr. Bishop is sent in. The the number, um, as far as you can tell, could either represent a warehouse number that's on the dock, or could represent a berth. Could be either one. Both numbers exist. Like there is a number seventy four warehouse, and there is a number seventy four berth. Total 76. Or 76. Uh, anyone got a coin to flip? Um, I'm thinking you go hang by the berth if there's a ship, maybe because there may be a ship involved, and we'll go check out the warehouse. Wait, yes. how, how far away are they from each other? Oh, they're fairly close. The numbers seem to align with the warehouses. Like the berth uh, okay, and the warehouse then. are in the line. I'll go, I'll go check out the berth and then kind of head into the warehouse. Right, as you're walking down to the berth, uh, the gas lights are on. Uh, the mist is, is very heavy, as it always is at night in Metapole. Um, so it is very difficult to see a lot around you. And you've got these pools of illumination from the gas light. Uh, Drina, know. can I borrow a pair of glasses? Too late. <laughs> Damn it! You can always spend a chip to say that there was one in the car if you really want to do that. <laughs> I'm probably going to regret it, but there was one in the car. <laughs> All right. My last chip. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm sure you'll survive. No worries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll survive. I'll just be passed out on the ground. I've, I've been bad about handing chips out. You can take everybody. Take a chip just for the round of what we've done so far. 
Yeah, it's not right. my last. So you have these pools of illumination that don't spread out more than a few feet underneath each each lantern light, and they're interspaced 10, 15 feet in between. Uh, it is well lit enough that you can tell that there is a small ship in berth uh, 75. But not 76? Sorry, 75. <laughs> in berth 76, yes. <laughs> I kind of There appears to be under, uh, just at like the, the edge of the pool of light that's above that berth number. Uh, there's somebody dressed up in a, a like a thick overcoat, uh, collar pulled up, hat pulled down. Mm-hmm. Kind of a shorter individual. Seems to be waiting. I kind of head towards him, uh, looking around a little bit, kind of like the normal we're meeting, and let him talk first. <laughs> okay. Uh, before you get too close to the pool uh, of light, voice calls out from there. Stop right there. The voice is kind of metallic sounding and kind of reverberates a bit. <laughs> I I stop. Just say it. I know you want to say it. <laughs> Harris. We beat it last. No, it's not Harris, it's <laughs> the uh other guy, even though it's alias, it's probably just an alias for Harris. I stop right where I am. You have the documents. I nod. Pitch them. Pitch them over here under the light. I take out a set of documents. <laughs> That's going to be a chip. <laughs> it's a false. It's a false. The, the documents actually in it are not the real ones, but. It is a set of documents in the right folder. No, hold on. See, oh, wait. I'm, uh, I, I foresaw this because I'm, I'm uh, Johnny on the spot. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to spend a chip to declare that uh, I gave him a bundle of papers in a file. All right. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> You'll have your bundle of papers. Uh, pitch it into the light. Okay, I pitch it in the light. Mm-hmm. The figure uh, doesn't move at all. Um, but another figure comes in behind that one. Uh, this is a swarthy, shorter gentleman. He's almost as wide as he is tall. He's dressed up in the black and white striped sailor's uh, shirt. Got a red uh, handkerchief uh, mm-hmm. over his lower lower face. And he picks up the, the package, starts looking through it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I uh. I, I'm kind of, you know, just slowly, you know, bringing my hands to my waist, like waiting a little bit where I'm only I'm putting my hand closer to my taser ready to draw it. I would keep your hands to your side, Will. Let's not make this difficult. Never had problems mm-hmm. before. You'll get your mm-hmm. money wired into your account like you always do. I put my hands back down. Okay. Uh, the guy will... This worthy short gentleman uh, goes over to the other and whispers something at her, um, and it says, "What's this? This isn't what we agreed upon. Where are the plans? Where are the notes? The blueprints?" Reaches <laughs> into the coat and pulls out. His Freeze, I grab bitches. my gun and I say, "These are the plans." <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, um, let's get uh, initiative rolls all around. I get a plus two because I am in danger, yes, right? You are. <laughs> oh. 
Hey, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Three, four, five, six. Six. Roll, so you got a six. They've got a two. Four. Four. Five. Five. Okay, on their turn. Uh, the figure's reaching into uh, his coat and is pulling out a very large, odd-looking gun uh, from the ship. Four more of those swarthy-looking gentlemen. <laughs> they all seem to be of the same type. Are uh, <laughs> coming out of the ship, uh, holding various like belaying pins. Uh, some got long knives. Some of them got tasers. Uh, and they're coming out of the ship. So what's, going. what's going on at two? So who's next lowest? Uh, Trina. Trina, what are you? I'm doing? at four. I'm next lowest. Yep. Yes. Wow, you fucking guys are fast. Uh, now remember, the- you guys could not have been too close to Bishop without having yeah. been spotted. Yeah, that's why I yelled, this is the plan, so that they'd hear that the action's going down. Okay. No, uh, all right. No, no, it doesn't interfere with what I'm doing. In fact, it helps with what I'm doing. Trina, go. Okay. Uh, wow, that sucks. Okay, I'm going to try and uh, intimidate him. Uh, I say, William, William talked. You guys are, are done for. Police have the place surrounded. Put your hands up now. <laughs> All right, that would be what's going to be on your action. So who's next, uh, lowest? Gavin. Gavin, what is your My action? Was to go get the police <laughs> nearby. We may not have noticed what exactly been paying. I don't know if they're paying attention, but I'm going to get the police. Mm-hmm. All right, and Bishop, what are you doing? I'm tasering metallic voice. Okay. And that's only a one. All right. Um, so you're tasering, and she's shooting you. So uh, you're basically going to roll off. She's got a positive three, or figure has a positive three. It's just a it's just a, a hit on the first block for him, right? Yeah, actually, that's not bad. Yeah, actually, um, it'll be a close one. Yeah, I'll be good. Well, no, I, it's the, the this will score the hit, and then the gun itself will do an additional two boxes. Oh, so, yeah. Then I'm gonna. So on you, it would be box three. Would be if you're gonna if we're gonna take it as it is, we'd be marking off box three. Do you have a box uh, three? Oh, got it. Uh, I'll yeah. spend the. <laughs> no, no, I, I think you should just take the hit. I don't think I'll be. I'll bad. get a consequence. I don't have a third health box. Yeah, if you don't have the box, you'll have to take a consequence or get a. Oh, not, that's bad. Yeah, I'll spend the chip on. I since this is a new scene, I've been to dark places. I know how to deal with these people. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're gonna add the plus two, or you're gonna re-roll your roll? Uh, add the plus two so that it's even. Okay, uh, then it's even. You're basically both gonna miss. Yes, yeah. I'd rather be. Even. All right. Uh, next down, uh, we gave him yelling uh, for the police to come out, come out wherever they are. <laughs> well, I was more thinking going because we said see we know who they were, didn't we? Yes, right, right. Yeah, so well, are you yeah, heading going. towards the conflict or <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> All right. You release the hounds disguised as wolf rats, and uh, Drina, um, you're going to try. Unless you want to change your actions, you're going to try and talk them down? I don't know about talk them down so, so much as uh, get them to give up, I suppose. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm anyway. I'm, I said I'm trying to intimidate. I'm not changing my action. So go, on, go for it. Good, good roll. So that's a three. Hmm. Okay. Um. Well, it's enough. Um. It's enough to pause the swarthy men in their tracks that are swimming off of the ship. Uh, yes. you, you did not beat them, but you did give them pause. Thank not God. enough to dissuade the person who's got the big gun out that just shot at Bishop and missed, though. <laughs> I don't mind that one. Mm-hmm. That, really. that did successfully uh, get rid of their turns, though. Yes, thank God. That means they're still a little ways away from me. Uh, Game mechanic-wise, what happened here is they had to change their action to try and resist your taunting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess um, um, I'll drop a token for uh, Iron Woman Mm -hmm. so that they know I mean business. Okay. Uh, You're going to do it as a plus two? Yes. All right. Uh, well, the the guys are putting their hands up in the air. The, the doctors <laughs> yes. are putting their hands up in the air. Uh, that's, that's right. You know what's good for you. That's enough to convince them they're out of it. Uh, the individual in the trench, though, uh, is not. I know. I ain't going to let that trench get away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I might have to. No, it's Harris. I can't let Harris get away. I say we only want your boss. Get back in your ship and get out of here if you know what's good for you. Mm. All right, uh, next round. Uh, what's going to happen is my uh, the person that's under near the the, the lights and has got the big gun out um, is blowing uh, one of their chips and is uh, tapping a stunt. They go first. Ooh. <laughs> uh, this is not going to be so good. You guys um, well, declare your actions. Uh, we'll go if, I, if I try to do that, would I be going first above them? Do you also have that stunt to go first? If you oh, do, no, it no, no, okay, no, it's a stunt. No, it's a stunt. The stunt is you go first. If other people oh, have oh. the stunt, then you all go at the same time. Right. So, okay. Drina, I guess, would is the low ball, so you're Okay, you're declaring first. What are you trying to do? You seems like you, you know, the the crew got their hands up in the airs and dropped their the weapons. Excellent. I don't give it. I, I could care less about the crew. I shot him. That's right. We only want the metallic voice guy, your boss. Get turn around, get back in his ship, and get out of town. It was not at all a woman which the gym let slip. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um. It, you have reason to know who this is sort of is. Well, everyone except for Gavin does. Um, all right, yeah. Bishop, what are you doing? I'm going to take... Oh, Gavin goes I'm first. Before, I'm oh, before Bishop. Yeah, um, this is some of the... I'll explain what I want to do, and you can explain if it actually is possible. Sure. If, if Bishop is in a separate pool of light to the others, I want to try and shoot the gaslight out so he goes into darkness and gets some cover. Oh, yes, you can do that. Well, no, you've got a oh, taser. You can't tase the light. Okay. I won't do that then. <laughs> you gotta have something handy, some keys or something that just break the light bulb. Yeah, I mean, you can <laughs> pick up a rock or something nearby and chuck it at it. That's fine. Uh, would that be a complicated action? It would be Freaking minus out. one just because you're having to find something to throw. Um, but other than that, it's just an athletics roll to see if you hit it. 
Okay, fine. Just give it a go. What the hell? Sure. Alright, so, okay, Bishop? I try to taser that yeah. bastard. I ain't gonna let him get away. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, on their turn, uh, the, well, I'm gonna say that, yeah, she removes her, uh, the trench coat, uh, because there's definitely a pair of boobies there when she removes it, and she's got like a, <laughs> a tight, uh, a very tight outfit on. Strapped to her back is uh, some kind of device, and uh, she stepping out of the pool of light. Uh, the device fires up, and uh, she is attempting to pilot herself off the dock with a jetpack. Oh, you've got oh, to be freaking kidding me! <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna re-roll that. That's her second one. That's not much better. Okay, uh, okay, she is. The jetpack uh, builds up steam underneath her, so at at this point, she's just kind of hovering in the air. She hasn't built up enough steam for her to take her off of the dock yet, so that's her action. Is uh, She's taken off her concealing trench coat. You see this device, fires it up, and now she's hovering just slightly above the dock and is uh, essentially trying to make it so she's a difficult target. So uh, that leaves the the next one be Bishop. If you want to take a shot at her, yeah. Um, she's basically made a kind of a drive roll, so you're gonna be, she's got a four. So you're gonna have to beat a four to actually hit her. I'm gonna need there. to roll a three. Hmm. Even, no, no matter what I do, I'm gonna miss, so I might as well just go for the shock and hope that it stops her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh. I rolled a four. You rolled a four. Okay. Well, okay, a four does hit. Um, and the stun guns do one, uh, one box. Okay. Hopefully that'll distract her a little bit. So it's, it's gonna fill up her, her box, yeah. Yeah, I you gotta get through all of them. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I can get a little help from Drina. Uh, next is, uh, Gavin. Yep. I throw my rock, cause, oh, he's still in danger of being shot at, so what the hell. I hit the water. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the total negative? Negative three? Do you have a skill in athletics or not? Oh, yes, I have an athletics, which canceled out my minus one. So, minus so two. Yeah, it doesn't hit anyone other than who you intended. It just gets in the water. Uh, yeah, I said I hit the water. Yeah. <laughs> and Drina. You're All going right. to. You, you actually broke them last round, so you, I, you can do something different if you wanted to. Um, you were still like talking at them, but they were broken last round. Uh, uh then the men around. No problem. Um, I'm just going to shoot uh our our bad guy here. Mm-hmm. And define shoot. Well, I'm shooting the taser at her. Okay, because you have two guns. I had to clarify. So. She's only got a three this time instead of a four, since she's the second person taking a shot at her, so you've got to beat a three this time. I have three. Okay, well, same deal. But um, you know what? I'm I'm faster than you. Mm-hmm. So that's a five. I spent the token there. Okay, so that will mark off box two for her. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because she, yeah. she had a three. Uh, able rolled a five. Two difference. That's box two. No, no, box but three. what about the because, plus one yeah, from the plus gun? One for the electrical, right. Um, okay, that's box three, but she does have three boxes. Damn it! She doesn't get to go first next round unless she's got another chip for it. No, no, she only gets to go first the one round, you're right. 
Yeah, so yes. we go. We, the three of us go first, and I think we're all going to stun the hell out of it if we can. <laughs> Later on. That's my action. I don't know, but I'm not picking for others. Uh, <laughs> What's right, she going to so do? Her action is she's uh, trying to avoid you all and fly off. That's her action. Um, so you all are just going to try and shoot her down? Yes. That's my intention. Okay. Yes. Uh, this round, the police, uh, the two guys uh, dressed up as casual. You know, the police and unmarked police show up and they're going to round up the guys uh, that are still on the dock with hands up in the air. So go ahead, Bishop, give a shot. Here's her dodging, flying out of the way roll. Four. Uh, three. So you got one better. She's already got box one, so now box one, two, and three are full. Somebody Come on, still, hit her. She had box three last take time. Her out. Huh? Yeah. You had box three done last time because you had yeah, so two. one, box two, and two three. wasn't taken out. It's taken out yet. One and three are taken out. No box two. Right. We're right. Next. So yeah, yeah. Go, two go, gets go. Taken out. Okay, it's down to a two now because you're the next person. Yeah. So All right. You another time to chips. If you do anything at this point, she can be taken out or take a consequence. So that's where you're at. Um, sod it. I have an eye for detail. I mean, currently I'm at a zero because I. Okay. And you line. have to beat a two. Spend a chip to get to a two. Okay. Uh, I have an eye for detail. And you're done. Um, because the, the taser will do one point extra. Okay, will... I'll just, would have, I would have spent another chip yeah. anyway. So. <laughs> okay, so she's going to take a consequence instead of being taken out. Um, uh, jetpack explodes. Um, <laughs> okay, so she's wow. going to be on fire. But she's not going to be taken out. <laughs> oh, fortunately, she's near the water. So. Right. Exactly. Yes, and there's one more person to shoot her. Yes. Uh, the next person to shoot her, if you can make some uh, use out of, she now has the tagged aspect on fire. <laughs> That's a uh, tag. No, she can't. Trina can't, unfortunately. No, I, I can't. All I can do is uh, shoot at her. Right, you can take advantage of the on fire though. She's easier to hit because she's easier to see. If you want ah. to do it that way, that's a free mm. tag. Doesn't take any chips. And you oh, okay, yeah, take, take it. Yeah, take Again. it. And you're I'll the third take. person shooting at her, so her dodge is only worth a one now. So you <laughs> have to beat a one. Okay. And tag the on fire. Ooh, wow, that's a, yeah. that's a five. I say, as I. Uh, uh, I light her up, and uh, the taser uh, ruptures a fuel line on her jetpack. She spins wildly out of control, unless she's got some some okay. awesome uh, stunt or feet to stop that. Uh, no, but she doesn't want to die, so she's going to take another consequence. And uh, uh, go... how would she die? Would she just pass out from the tasering? Well, it, yeah, yeah, I suppose can, it's okay, but she, she just crashed into the dock. She wouldn't die. Yes, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll take a dock. consequence, though, so. Yeah, yeah so she can try and run away the next round. No, no, actually, no, just, I just wanted to keep her from dying. So she will, yeah, she'll hit the, she'll, uh, you'll get rid of her, uh, by stunning her. She falls stunned to the ground. She's still on fire, though. And I take my trench coat and knock the flames out immediately, going there to smother the flames. Okay. Uh, she is stunned unconscious. And is she wearing a mask, the metallic mask yes. that we've been looking for? Yes, she is. I take off the mask. Is it who I think it is? Who you think it is? Abigail. No, it's not Abigail. <laughs> it's That's Samantha <good>. Jenkins. 
No, no. No. It's Miss Overton. <laughs> okay, Smother the Flames, yeah. who is it? Someone Since, we know? Well, yeah, you, you both, uh, both you and Rena do have at least a suspicion who it is. Our very first, uh, games we played, there was a cloaked individual that had the voice modulated by some machinery. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I figured it was that person. Mm-hmm. As far as who it is, you had some clues back then that you didn't follow up on. So uh, you don't really have any idea who the person actually is, other than other than you have met this person before. Okay, and my uh, notes don't go back to the first session, so I lost those notes too. Mm-hmm. I'll just run it down for you since uh, you know we our game sessions are two weeks in between or more. Uh, the clue that you found, and you did have suspicions at the time in the in the murdered guy's house, you found. Uh, the only personal item was a sepia tone photograph who you thought was his daughter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the daughter that we never looked back on, yeah. That's right, well. I don't remember which murder that was, but yeah, I remember that vaguely. Yeah, that's right. If you guys will. The daughter had put the guy up to robbing the warehouse. Right. Oh yeah, the first ca- the first actual case, the guy with the watch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that one, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, Marshall Bishop, uh, do you mind uh, keeping an eye on this lady? No problem. We've been trying to get her for forever. Right. I say as I uh, unbuckle the harness and pull a jetpack off <laughs> and walk towards my car. <laughs> I am Frisker for whatever she's carrying. Yeah, Frisker also for anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, very little. She's got some wadded up cash, um, and that's really it. No identification. Um, face her with anything else. We, just we need her. Al- we need her alive. Oh, she is alive. alive. She's slightly singed and stunned, but no, no. I'm, I know. I'm saying. We need to make sure she doesn't get away. This and woman she, knows too um, much. We've got the police here, so I don't really... Um, yeah, I, I know that, but... The police are flooding into the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, got this bastard. We finally got it. He, she killed a man. A man I helped. I helped. Right, and I say, Drina says, I got this bastard. I finally got it. As I put the jetpack <laughs> in my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> the right. Poor man who the poor bookstore guy. Maybe she'll give us some good information on the ace old gang, etc. Mm-hmm. All that other stuff. Maybe she knows something something. Alright, let's do uh let's do wrap up for the session. What are you doing with her? What are you doing with the Documents. Um. Uh, I figure. Oh, this is what I thought. I figured we take her into the police, get her questioned, and I mean thoroughly questioned about everything, because we we can explain to the to Miss Blair that we want to be there. I want to be there personally for the questioning, and I need to question about what she. Since I know about all these different connections, question about this person who I think has gone missing, Abigail, etc. And maybe slip in a few questions 
no, nah, nothing about Harris. I'll, uh, I'll ignore Harris in this case because I don't think he's connected. Or if I find the connection, it'll be through Abigail. But I don't want that to come up at all. But I want her to be thoroughly questioned. In regards to the documents, I don't know what they're doing. I'd prefer to keep a few, a couple documents that I can use back for. I figure the plans are probably going to be held back by Drina, you know, like some of them, the ones that she really cares about and the ones that she don't. She might just, you know, let that go back to be evidence. And I was going to keep a few docs about that are friends of Harris that I might blackmail them later. And I don't know about uh, Gavin. Okay. I want to hear what Marshall's doing. <laughs> See, I was going to wait to hear what he's doing. <laughs> well, I'm not waiting you. <laughs> you can always change. If you're doing something that's not you. within the eyes of everyone else, just send me a message. Otherwise, you just do these things. In particular, what I need to know is where are the documents going? Who are you turning this woman into? Like, are you are you sending her to the police? Are you sending her to how are, are you going to say this is a guild case? This is a police case. How are you handling? It? This is a this is both a guild case and a police case. Okay, this woman has like connections with multiple things on both, and that she needs to be thoroughly questioned. Um, the guilds can go screw. Um, yeah, I, I want to turn uh, Will Feynman or whatever his name is into the police because uh, I'm a patriot. Yeah. Okay. Will's in an intensive care at the hospital, but it looks like he will pull through and will spend the rest of his life in incarceration. <laughs> yes. Um, so, what are you guys doing with the documents? I mean, I was going to take a couple that involved uh, Harris area. Yeah, um, I'm pulling out everything. That uh, for obviously for Mrs. Overton and for Jonas Patterson, and uh, oh, we don't know which ones are related to. I don't think we actually were able to tell which ones were Jonas Patterson's ones. Well, I mean, I'm assuming that we're going to have some time to 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 do that, unless mm -hmm. there's something else that I that I don't understand. Uh, I want to take out uh, this. If we know who all the documents belong to and get a full picture of them, um, keeping some schematics for some of the engines. Um, I'm going to meet with Mrs. Overton in a bit with uh, her stuff. And um, I'm going to uh, take uh, Mr. Patterson's stuff. And uh, I think in some ways we could use this to help uh, build us some contacts up with the various goals and that if we sort of quietly funnel the stuff back to their owners, we get quite yeah. a good confidence. Yeah, that that is my plan too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was purposely going to keep the her, a couple people with Harris and say, "I'll oh, I'll deal with this." Yeah, just myself. a couple things to think of if you're going to get her on anything other than just police charges. You're going to have to turn over enough evidence that the guilds will see that they are clearly involved. Otherwise, it, it's out. Presumably, some of the documents William has relates to her, so if we know which one those are, you know, I don't know who she is. So some time I to sort that out. I mean, you don't know who she is, so you can't you, know, you can't place her with any of the documents. At this uh, point. But we can um, based off 
prior descriptions that we've probably turned into the police, a person with a voice modulator, etc., etc. The fact okay, that so she's that, got a voice modulator and jetpack alone puts her in very technological gold interest, I'd say. Yeah, and in prior cases, we've had people, we've mentioned the fact that there was a voice modulated person who was behind this crime ultimately, but we couldn't connect it to this person. We knew this person was behind this. We couldn't really find this person. Okay, so you're going to connect her as a guild case that way then is what has on her, what she has on her and what has been reported before and not using the documents that were in the No, case. no, not for her. Okay. No, I don't I'd think we're happy, using I'm, I'm, I'm happy to use the documents once we know which documents are related, but it might depend on what exactly the documents are about. Right. Yeah. And that, that will take time. Uh, you will have to determine who she is. Otherwise, she's just going to get away, probably, with we're just trying to hold on what she has. Oh, well, we have the prior descriptions, et cetera, et cetera, and the guilds. That, it's yeah, just, someone, carrying, someone wearing a mask did stuff. Woo! Someone else and has guild technology. And, she, uh, yeah, see, that's just it, though. You don't know that it's guild technology, because if okay, it's Okay, um, we also stuff, have... We, we could yeah. use a few of the documents, since she specifically asked for documents that schematics we could use. We don't know which ones. We do yeah, not we know. We don't know what she was, what William uh, gave her. Yeah, we do, because there was the specific documents tied with the, uh... We have document codes, we do not have documents people. Yep. You know, you can't but it doesn't her, matter. You can't tie her to specific documents. The only thing you can tie her, the only thing you can tie her to is that William was supposed to meet her tonight, and you know that he was supposed to hand over some documents. There's no code as to Actually, she specifically said schematics That's when true. I gave you her she that. Through. Mm-hmm. Yes, fine. and I will I mean, state that she said that. I mean, just get somebody to, you know... Interrogate her thoroughly and look into her, period. I don't think we can... We, we can uh, try to get William to tell us what it was he was supposed to meet her with. <laughs> yeah. I suspect an unhappy accident may happen to a world before too long. (laughs) Yeah, but we could, you know, move him to someplace a little. They could probably move him to someplace a little nicer to live out his uh, incarceration forever. Not the nicest place and not the best for reason, but, you know, a little bit nicer where he's not going to just get stabbed when he goes in there. Even if he is a cold-hearted bastard that deserves to rot, period. All right. So, from what I'm gathering, then you're not handling you're not handing over the documents at all. No. Well, I think we're handing over the documents to the people who own them. Right. 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 But you're not handing them over to any of the authorities. That's what I'm getting at. Well, the authorities in this case are the guilds and that who own the Or the, the police for the blackmail matters. The guilds don't care about that unless it directly relates to them. Mm. We could give her over at least, you uh, know. If the blackmail matter is evidence of murder and stuff, we might consider putting that over to the police if the people have been murdering, and, you know, crimes and such. If it's just blackmail like adultery, then mm-hmm. can't be. I guess what I'm getting at is you have a lot of documents there and you don't know the full scope of it. Um, someone is going to have to sit down who can speak those languages and find out exactly what you have. So, I'm where, happy are to deal with where are the documents I'm going before this happens? Uh, I fi- uh, I'm guessing all of them except for the few I'm keeping back. 
and the few that uh, Dreen are keeping back are kind of going with uh, Gavin to deal with and figure out, because he knows people who would be able to deal with it without yep, getting okay. in trouble. Okay, Drina, you happy with that? I'm happy with that. Okay, then here's, okay. here's what you get from that, okay? Uh, first off, uh, Drina, you get, uh, basically you're going to get another tome of schematics. Okay. And this is going to do something similar to the last time. Anything that you want to build, uh, any device that you want to build, uh, assuming you have proper tools for it, these are now reference materials and they allow you a plus two. So anything you take extended time to build, not something you've got to do in a quick hurry, uh, and you can make reference to these documents, you'll get a plus two to it. I'm basically giving you a library for repair. Okay. All right. Um, Bishop, uh, well, let me get back to you for a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Gavin, you're going to incur some, uh, basically favors, uh, from people. So you're, I'm gonna give you, okay, you're gonna get three, just note this down somewhere. Yeah. If you need to call in, you can call in three favors. Okay, no rule required. Um, when you burn them, you lose them. But you've got three favors that you can call in from your your contacts, essentially. Right. Okay. Yep. And Bishop, I'm a little. Uh, what were you doing again? Uh I was going to take the few that were connected to Harris people, and for most of them, I was going to just say, you know, oh, if that's you right. have any, you're trying to weed out information, more information on Harris. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna and uh, and I was going to mix it up with a few of them. I was going to give it back. A few of them I might actually, you know, do a little blackmail if it's safe okay. or just, so you know. Are the, the other two of you okay with Bishop uh, giving the information back to the people that were being blackmailed? Are, are you allowing him to do that? Uh, not all of it. I'm not giving it all back. I'm keeping a couple pieces for people who I think are most likely to know something really, really juicy. Who might know, you know, who might be just a little bit closer. I'm going to keep that back as blackmail. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I certainly have no plan on being involved in any blackmail directly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to do something similar then. You're going to have uh, a couple of contacts you can pull in with no rolls, but you burn them once you've used them. Couple as in two? Uh, we'll, we'll give you three that, uh, even got as well. Possibly only relating to Harris, though. <laughs> yes, yes, but I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that maybe I can, you know, with the one person that I do blackmail, that who I think can get close, I'll have you, you know, just slowly get to better know Harris. You know what I mean? And just that's all I want is whatever information you can have, oh. and and I'll, I'll I'll make sure to you know like. Every once in a while, you know, if I have like a lot of documents, give them a document back, you know, just as thank you for this. Thank mm -hmm. you for the information. You've gotten me something useful. Uh, no, 20 of your favors can't be. Can you pop off Harris for me? <laughs> <laughs> you can't, uh, you can't get rid of major plot points by uh, tapping a contact, but you can get some pretty powerful stuff. You just can't end a plot line by tapping a contact. Oh, I, I know. I'm just, uh, I'm. I know that. Yeah. I'm gonna. I plan on 
I want to get him down for something or kill him. But uh, I'm also, uh, how about in regards to interrogation of the woman? Okay, well, uh, well, one, she needs medical attention, and two, she's still stunned and out of it. So are you really going to have them interrogate her in this condition? No, no, after she recovers a little bit, because I'm guessing we're going to do a little bit more time. I want them to do thorough interrogations, as in also bring up to Blair, who I'm hoping the police will actually do the interrogations or whatever, be in there, to ask about Abigail, because she's a person of interest of mine who's gone missing. And these... If you're giving, okay, so here's what they're going to want to do. And if this is not agreeable to anyone, let me know because you, you still have some say in this. Um, she is injured. Uh, she's got third degree burns from the, from the flames. Um, and she's still, well, she's been shocked. So they're going to take her to a hospital. They're going to keep her, um, with police attendants in the room and out of the room. Um, okay. The guilds are interested enough where they're going to provide uh, some assistance there as well, but they are putting her in a hospital. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Unless you don't want that to happen. No, I'm happy as long as they have, make sure that Blair makes sure that they're very trustworthy, both both types of agents, both the guild agents and the people and the police that are inside and outside. I have no particular stake in this matter. I, no, so, no. Okay, um, then that's what happens with her. So I'm going to uh, a a, a cutscene um, as to what some of this fallout's going to be. Okay, and some okay. of the stuff you can act on uh, act on later. But I want I'm going to end the session after I kind of set up what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Easy. First of all, um, Will. Um, Oh, wait, may I say one thing sure. that each day I'm going to visit her and watch her condition. And, you know, like every day at, you know, noon or sometime, I always do a visit just to make sure she's there. That's fine. And just kind of sit there and watch. Okay. Uh, this is just going to take place by the next morning, what I'm, what I'm going to narrate out mm-hmm. now. Okay. Um, Will, turns out, has diplomatic immunity. As soon as he becomes conscious enough and he is patched up enough, uh, he pulls that and they can't hold him for anything. French government has claimed him um, as a diplomat. They produced the proper paperwork. He is on a Zeppelin out the next morning. That's fine. He can never come back. <laughs> He's probably going to be killed by his own government anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't look too happy about having to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's going down. You got found out. Found out bad. Ooh, boy. <laughs> All right, and now, here's the fallout uh, from the unknown mystery woman. Um, the hospital is close enough uh, to the sector that Gina and Bishop live in. I'm not sure where Gavin lives, but I, I don't think he lives in the, the lower part of town. Um I'm not exactly sure. I don't know. I've been yeah. enough to say where he's living in. Early, early, like before the, the sun is quite uh, quite up early, um, this is felt through like the whole part of town that you live in. It's almost like there's an earthquake going on. Drina, um, your your shop, uh, you've got a lot of equipment around. Earthquakes haven't been something that Metapol's ever had to deal with before, so you've got a lot of your shop is damaged during this. Uh, electricity goes out uh, for you. Um, apparently it was bad enough that it uh, it either broke your 
broadcast power receptors on your roof or the actual broadcast power stations down. You're not quite sure which, but power's out. Uh, your family's safe, but your business is a, a little, little on the bad side, as is most of the block that you live on. Um, um, well, does any, what about anything else? Like, uh, what about surrounding neighborhoods and stuff? Uh, it's, it's basically all of District 8 is, uh, some damage has been done to a lot of these buildings. It does spread out beyond that. I mean, it's not a perfect pie wedge worth of damage. Um, but it's severe, uh, what you, you can only describe at the time as earthquakes. Okay. Uh, the next morning, all of you are called out to the hospital. No! Yeah, that's, I said, I I this doesn't bother me. I had no stake in this matter. <laughs> uh, it is just a scene of devastation. The hospital building, um, the entire bottom ground floor, like on one side, has just been caved in. The, the hospital building itself, while not completely fallen in, mostly destroyed. Uh, several of the different floors have fallen in, you know, one floor breaking into the lower floor, breaking into the lower floor. There are hospitals and there are medical men all over the place that everything's been cordoned off and lined off. They're asking for volunteers to help clear out the rubble. Uh, people being brought out, bodies are being brought out. It's just, it's just a horrible uh, scene. I mean, there's, there are dead bodies everywhere. I mean, there's, it, it's just a lot of confusion. Uh, Blair called you out. She's there. Everybody in the precinct is there. Um, on the side of the building where it's been collapsed, there is an enormous, machine that's got kind of like a drill top to it that looks like it tunneled up underneath that edge of the hospital and rammed right into it, taking down the entire, you know, as much of the hospital as I've described. Um, they're trying to get statements from people that are fleeing as to what happened. And this is where uh, we're going to end it. My, uh, just to end the scene, I fall to my knees and cry. This is your this is your public hospital. Um, I mean, Brina, you probably gave birth in this hospital <laughs> multiple <than> times. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to build something to take care of business. That's all that is. I put so much money into that hospital. That's all right. Um, you know what I'm thinking, Bert, right? <laughs> You know, I have no idea what you're thinking. Uh, thinking, uh, you know, alchemy, mm -hmm. uh, some powered armor, and a jetpack. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the jet, the jetpack. Since you've got mostly a mostly working jetpack there, if you ever are trying to design a device with it, it will give you shifts to your role. Since you've already got a mostly working blueprint there to go off of. It's not mostly dead. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing you're not going to tell us whether they find the body nope. of certain people. <laughs> we'll either pick up uh, the next game. We'll either pick up on this day, or uh, depending on anyone, if anyone sends me messages in the meantime, we may pick up uh, a few days later, and I'll just tell you uh, as like a newspaper report what the outcome of it was. But yeah, at this point, you don't know. I don't know if she's still in there, or if she's one of the dead, or if she was sprung. All right. 
Yep. I suspect she's being sprung, but... Me too. Sorry. <laughs> yep. I don't and suspect and has any proof. Yes, and I think I know what I'm going to do in the meantime if oh. it does come out that she's been sprung. I'm sorry. There's one more thing that I wanted to, uh, to throw in there. So, as you're viewing the sign of devastation, Bishop, as the dust and the breeze is kind of swirling around in the early morning uh, breeze, playing card comes walking by you. Oh, you son! <laughs> <laughs> you jerk! <laughs> you're messed up! You're the only one that saw it. Okay, uh, three experience points. Um, for the adventure. Well, I can tell you what just went up. <laughs> Originally, I was going to work on survival. No, I'm going to get guns better. Chiefly, <laughs> if I want to increase that, I need to chiefly balance other things so I don't get. That means I now have three things at fair, two things at great. Yeah, during... <laughs> so we're getting quite three, three Yeah, quite back. a lot happened in that. <laughs> Maybe I should buy another stat. Just as well I said we should um, follow up with Overton. There's a couple of things I was... on uh, during this game that I, I, I particularly like. Um, you guys are becoming very good at avoiding uh, knockdown, drag-out combats. I, I enjoy that. <laughs> uh, Abel going for the social track instead of the physical track was definitely the right thing to do to get those guys not involved in a fight. Uh, that would have been oh, yeah. a heck of a fight. I was happy. Otherwise, I was, I was happy about that because I wanted, I didn't want her to get away. Period. Though that was my first concern was if I take her out, I can say, "Yeah, I took out your boss. Now, what about you people?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing I was thinking of with Overton is that you could bring up her son, but I'm not sure which way she would have gone with that. <laughs> As in, think about Charles. But okay, she may think about it and decide to kill the father anyway, or more so. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's like if you take some like small timers and you like look. Uh, if you stay, you'll probably get arrested. If you leave right now, you won't. They'll always leave. I assume we gave the documents back to her. We, we did figure out that they were her documents and gave them back to her. Sure. Right, Bert? You, um, you did do that, right? I mean, I assumed that you did give them to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would like a scene with Mrs. Overton where I talk, talk about it, but... Uh, yeah, you just but wouldn't yeah, have had enough time to happen yet from when we closed yeah. this one. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, I... I already, I already know where my character's going. <laughs> Good God. I think I know what skill I'm gonna get higher than my contacts eventually. Fair enough. Okay. Alright. Uh, everybody able to play in two weeks? Uh, that would put it at, let me see, the 20th? Should be able to. Uh, 
کنید Maybe not. I don't know. Um, there's a thing that's the weekend of a wags thing, and I don't know if I'm going to that yet or not. That's fine. Just uh, let me know if you uh, can or not yeah. when you find out. I mean, uh, any time you're able to is, of course, wonderful. Um, I try and make them episodic enough that if you miss episodes, you're not going to be in the dark about what goes on. Yeah, I definitely wanted to be the follow-up today. Next week, if it's following up with her, I'm not as... Mm-hmm. Invested in that at the moment, so if I do miss out, I'm not going to be crying about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not going to be able to do the 20th. Uh, okay. Because my birthday is the 21st. Ah, nice. nice 17th. <laughs> uh, I guess then we'll hold off on the scene of Drina and, uh. Well, I can, I can do that with, uh, the, uh with Abel over email or whatnot, or we can just do a single, yeah. uh, we can do a one-on-one yeah. at some point before then. Um, if I have at least two people that can do the 20th, though, I might just reschedule it for another date, so that's something to, to look yeah. at as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes things a bit easier. <laughs> I, mean, I definitely would be able to commit to the next week, because I definitely know I don't have wives that week. <laughs> and my wife is reminding me it cannot be the 13th, because that's around Valentine's. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy that day with, um, Stepfather's birth, stepfather's birthday is the fourteenth, so and it's the fourteenth in which your thirteenth happens. So. Mm. Mm. Yep. Oh, I need to update Bishop. Well, I hope that was enjoyable for everybody. Yeah. I'm starting to hate you a little in a good way. <laughs> It's the card afterward. That's what pisses me off is the fact that you did it like, oh, yeah, and by the way. Actually, I'm trying to build this up because I, I, I'm uh, I'm rolling with the fact that Bishop might actually be delusional. I, I think so, too. But, yeah, this is very spirit of the century, dude. You need a nemesis. <laughs> did, did you watch Mystery Men? Thanks for listening, and remember, if you are interested in playing in our game or would like to leave feedback or comments on the game, you can contact us at steamstealmurder at gmail.com. The music in this episode was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Undersea base to gutter skypes. Are you there, gutter skypes? <laughs> we'll be arriving at the Cornucopia Collective uh, in about how many, how many, how many? Yeah, exactly.
and my gun crews are ready, our guns are loaded, pointed, ready for raking, rolling fire, and we're going to try and cut the rigging. Listen to her. <laughs> ready to go, darling. With sets. The guns are ready. Captain, whenever you want. Just give us the void. Dr. Pierre W. stands up once again and, and he screams. He screams at the top of his lungs, you shout. <laughs> I wanted a mascot dragon. Well, yeah, but, you know, where would we put it? Who's going to clean up after it? Who's going to walk it? Who's going to buy it? It's little chew toys, you know. I see. We should go kick some Nazi ass now. Indeed. (laughs) The Gutter Scouts.